This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we've got uh, playoff playoffs to talk about. Frozen Four is set. Uh, we got uh, minority owners getting jailed and a coup in the AHL. We'll talk about that and more. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. It is me. Hi, welcome to Face Off Hockey Show. Scotty Waz here, Johnny P there, and uh, all the fun stuff that's going on. Um, end of March, so we got April right around the corner. End of March. End yep. Of March. Some color splash pictures coming out soon. Beware as the soon as I do them. There you go. Beware the ends of March. Ah, so uh, what'd you get into this weekend, there, champ? There was uh, some more hockey at the den. Um, a little uh, video re- review work, apparently. Uh, was still, still photography work. Little, a little video, still photography work. <laughs> um, that occurred, which was pretty cool. Like, I knew, I mean, if the puck was in the net, it had to have been in that in-between frame where it passes his head in one direction and comes back out the other direction. But not until I edited the picture uh, could you zoom in at 200% and see a hockey puck in the net there. So that was fun. Um, enhance, 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 enhance. That's uh-huh. too much. True story, pretty much. Um, so yeah. So all of that taken care of. I packed uh, six days worth of clothing into a carry-on and a tiny, you know, like camera bag backpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ready to make that happen. And uh, yeah, that's. That's a lot of everything. I watched the uh, extremely long triple overtime uh, NASCAR race as well this weekend. Yeah, that was a pain in the dick. Did not enjoy that one bit. I think the issue with road races, uh, I love road races, by the way, just throwing that out there, but I think the issue is that a lap is like three and a half miles long all the time Mm -hmm. on a road race. Yeah. And basically they're like, Mm -hmm. okay, cool. So what we're going to do is... We're going to have this green-white checkered thing, and uh, we're going to go green. And then uh, if anything occurs behind you, you have three miles that you have to make up before uh, we throw a caution flag and make you start all over. And I was like, ah! Damn it! Pretty much the turn, the spin happens in turn one. they got to wait till about turn 16 before NASCAR's like, yeah, put it out. <sighs> so dumb. What a, what a dick punch. Um, but yeah. So that was fun. I mean, you picked the winner ahead of time, though. That should have gotten you some of Clint Poyer's money. 
I should have. Didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do the. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Yeah. Did it last year, and then like halfway through, I'm like, this. I can't do this anymore. I just guess most of the time. Essentially, yeah. So, nice. Yeah. Had guns and hoses. There was a lot of guns. There was a lot of hoses. Guns and hoses. You want, yeah. You want a couple? I, of, I have two jerseys. You won two jerseys. Yep. It was a good time. I won. Odd, I won odd jersey. Somebody's getting a jersey. You're getting a jersey, and you're getting the jersey. Um. Yeah. What did we have? Uh, what did I? I had Fargo this weekend. I had the uh, West. Oh, the yeah, West. You had region. hockey too. Mm, yeah. Un, un, unless the Black Bears hit Blaine, this is my last uh, in-person action of the season of this season. And yeah, so. First game on Friday on Thursday was St. Cloud against Minnesota State. Okay game, decent game. Minnesota State really gave it away towards the end. Um, so St. Cloud moves on. Second game, uh, Canisius really gave Minnesota a run for their money. Like Ooh, until yeah. the until the third period when Canisius got a major penalty, um, uh, Canisius was up. At a point in Had time. all these. He'll always do it. Always do you in. Um, so it was tied up at two, and then, yeah, two power play goals in that major, and then a couple more. Uh, after the game, Minnesota's head coach, Bob Motzko, said, that's the closest 9-2 to game I've ever been in. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> so, something to say. Um, so, yeah, came back home Thursday, uh, chilled out Friday, went back Saturday, went down to Fargo, did a little shopping, got some cards. Um, do I have them back here? I think they do. Nothing too too wacky, but I did find these. Nineteen ninety six. What is this? Ninety eight, ninety nine. Panini photo cards. Photo cards. So basically, they come in this little sheet, like a one hour photo thing, and yeah. they're literally just photos. <laughs> wow. They're they're literally just printed on photo paper. It looks like the photos. Interesting. It's pretty. It's pretty. There's like literally like nothing. There's nothing on the back. It's just here, who the person is. So what were these used for? Like autographs, maybe? Maybe. Or just something that the they're just like, yeah, no, here, have this. Or this was the like height of one hour photos, yeah. and they were like, all right, well, we got to get our money's worth. It actually coincided with uh, the movie One Hour Photo, starring ah. Robin Williams. So got that. Got some. Uh, got some grab bags. Got some OPG. Nothing to. Nothing to write home about. So. No. Still a fun time. Still a fun time going down there to formerly Big Nick's, which Big Nick then sold it to a smaller Nick or now to a to a now it's J J Dub Dub. I'm like, oh, that's not that's fun. J W W sports and sports and uh, other cards. Sounds like a Buffalo Wild Wings. Kinda, kinda. But just not in Buffalo, like a Jersey Wild Wings. No. Both both Buffalo Wild Wings closed up in Calgary. Saw mm. that the other day. Like I didn't. I knew we had one. I didn't know we had two. Um, <laughs> well, that's why they're closed. Exactly. Uh, so that was a thing. Uh, then yeah, Saturday uh, went to a very pro Golden Gopher crowd at the uh, at the Fargo Shields Arena. And you don't want an amateur crowd, that's for sure. Exactly. There was one section of St. Cloud, and then the rest of it was uh, Minnesota. 
And uh, Minnesota won that one. Uh, I think it was four to one was the final on that. So they move on to the Frozen Four, and they will take on the Boston University Terriers. So fun time had by all. All right. Um, so yeah. we're doing the Frozen Four tonight and the nope. two hundred point swing. Nope. Nope. You won't know what team you have until the end. <laughs> Until Even you better. come back the Friday, the Wednesday after. Let's go. Although you you are gonna be you're gonna be the last pick anyway. Yeah, I won. Well, I don't know. I haven't tabulated, but I think you're you're that far behind. That's good. This is the way it should be. Uh. Yeah, unless unless your team somehow scored uh. Nineteen goals and Lyle's team scored none, then it would come down to this week. Wow. So. We'll see how it goes. All right. But, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Tampa. Tampa, be, be in there, baby. Um, Yeah, and then, like you said, next week you're going on vacation, so uh, I will be flying solo for the first part of the show, maybe. We'll see uh-huh. what kind of people we can get on. Um, there'll be very little production on the video side, so this is your time now if you don't like the product, if you don't like the, 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 the annoyance of the minute long intro that we have because you're that much of an ADD head, uh, you can go ahead and uh, you won't have that. I, I'm not going to put that in post except for audio. So take that, Ooh, jerks. Take that. Uh, you're going to lose a minute of time because I don't want to put the production in. So there's that. But in any case, uh, should be a fun time. Yeah. And I'm glad. I'm glad there's no. Uh, a child. I didn't want to break it to him on air that I don't want him on the air next week. Um, <laughs> so that's good. And uh, yeah, good times had by all. Let's uh, let's get to some uh, injuries. There's a lot of injuries. Holy crap. Oh, no. Yeah. Unfortunate. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face-Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. Not going to get that unless you listen to the audio next week either. So, video people, come on. Unless you like that. I don't know what you want. Who cares? Uh, Anyway, Thomas Shabbat, upper body injury week to week, but that pretty much means he is gone. uh, Done for the season. I like how they're putting out week to week and just not season for the teams that might make it to the playoffs. Uh, the blue line even take a bigger hit from uh, for the Ottawa Senators as uh, Jake Chikrin, lower body injury. He is week to week. Uh, go to Nashville. Matt Deshane's got a hand injury. He's been week to week. That was kind of a dud, dud, dud trade when you look at it in the grand scheme of things. Deshane going from Colorado to uh, to Nashville started off great. Didn't and hasn't been. Eh, it's been there. That's true. Uh, Patrick Line is done for the season. I, I put two to four weeks, but they're Columbus ain't making it. Uh, tricep strain, so he's done for the season. The uh, finished version of Rick Nash over there in Columbus, so consistently hurt. But when he's out on the ice, he's out on the ice. When we do the uh, when we do the ha ha fuck you uh, down the line, uh, he will be uh, one of the ones where just like I don't know, maybe he played, maybe he didn't play. When we do the Blue Jackets of this year. Um, so there's that, and uh, Robbie Fabry lower body injury surgery is what the, the Red Wings put out there. Wow, it's aggressive. Uh, but uh, he is done for the season as well. Some suspensions: Blake Lazat, 
suspended one game for uh, going uh, cross-checking the face of Josh Morrissey. Uh, two, they were getting into it, and then um, uh, Lazat got his stick up a little too high, little too high in the mush of Morrissey. So that's a one-gamer. A.J. Greer, during a face-off, got the stick up high on Mike Hoffman. Oops, upside the mouth, and got himself a 5, 10, and a game suspension for that, for your Bostan Bruin. Uh, Patreon, we got a Patreon here. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. It's a fun time. Well, it's a time. Don't know if it's fun or not. That's up to your subjective nature. But if you give a dollar, you get the video show. That's uncut, baby. It's like, it's like we don't go to Moyles here. Uncut. Uh, but if you want uh, you want to do a little more, you want to vote into these polls, you maybe get some audio fun, $5. There you go, $5 foot long on that one. Um, and then, yeah, it's a good time. You contribute back to the show, and uh, you don't feel like a freeloader. Listen to us for free. Got that going for you, too. You can be like Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and Sean. They contributed, so can you. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Money goes back in to the shoe. And there was an interesting interesting note on the TSN Insider Trading. Um, they want you to buy the NASDAQ at 23 and a half. I'm like, that's pretty insider trading. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird. But no, apparently Darren Dreger drops a bomb saying, oh, yeah, by the way, there's uh, five or six AHL ownership groups that want Scott Housen out of the presidency. Wow. And I'm like, that's a turn of events. Um, That's... that's just out of nowhere. So uh, you you look into it a little more, and I'm trying to bring up Mark uh, Deaver's uh, Insta, or, uh, Twitter. He writes for uh, NHL.com and the New England Hockey Journal, so he's very in touch with AHL stuff uh, because he covers the Providence Bruins. Uh, he says that um, yeah, regarding the report of Halston in the AHL, hearing some independently owned AHL teams are at odds with NHL-owned te- owned teams with independent perhaps pushing for a president with a stronger business background. Now, the uh, the long and the short of it is they need about 18 to 20 owners to go along with the uh, with the rest of the group to oust, uh, to oust Scott Halston in this, but it's gotten to the point where now the NHL stepping in and saying, like, okay, what's what's the fucking problem here? Why is Scott Halston screwing this whole thing up again? Um but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you get a new president after many, many years of Dave Andrews at the helm, and I'm sure the independent teams are uh, much much more up in arms with it because there's not many of those independent teams left. Yeah, agreed. So, I don't know. Would you, would you how would this coup d'etat work out when you look into it? I mean, isn't... Uh... Is it the commissioner of a league supposed to be uh, held accountable by the owners? You know, like, uh, I mean, I feel if they want him out, then he's out. A great uniter. Like the World Baseball Classic. Exactly. Um, Yeah. That's that's an interesting thing because I wouldn't feel like the AHL was doing poorly. You know, like. No. Like, uh, I mean, badly enough that they're like, I want the commissioner gone. Sure. <laughs> and he didn't do anything to make him gone. You know, like, it's not like he's part of some scandal. 
he's just a, he's just a he's just a shitty he's a shitty businessman. <laughs> I think that's what it comes right. down to. There's plenty of those in hockey. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. This that's an interesting thing because you know, like we've had teams fold just because I picked them, but right. I've never seen an entire league want to start a mutiny. Yeah, or at least the the independent teams. Of course, there's only there's there's a few and far between uh, independent teams in this one. Um, one of them being uh, uh, the Hershey Bears, which are the Caps affiliate. Yeah, I was like, isn't Hershey still independent? Hershey, the Chicago Wolves, uh, the Milwaukee Admirals, uh, Springfield Thunderbirds. I think the Utica Comets are independently owned. Um. So yeah, good times had by all four or five teams pushing for Housen to be replaced. Um, That's probably not enough. No, nah, no, nah, it's not really enough. <laughs> uh, he was elected in February 2020 uh, to be the 10th president of the league, which is amazing considering that league's been around for like 90 some years, only 10 presidents. So obviously, uh, longevity is a huge thing. Can't find the actual amount of NHL team, the independent NHL AHL teams, but I know for 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 sure, Utica, Chicago, Springfield, Hershey, Milwaukee, and then all the other teams are like NHL, especially all the Western teams, are NHL owned. Actually, Colorado might not be. Colorado might not be, but even still, um, we haven't heard of this in a while. From any league, I don't think. I mean, you have people hating the commissioner or hating the president, but it's not not to the point where teams are like, "Get this fucker out of here." Yeah, I don't, I don't like him anymore. And and I, I mean, being why. a commissioner of a sports uh, organization or league, I guess, mm-hmm. is uh, kind of akin to like career politician. I feel at this point, like they do it for thirty five years, and then they're like, "Okay, well, I don't feel like doing anything anymore. I'll, I'll I guess I'll head out." You know, like, yeah, you don't, you very rarely see them get fired or people get mad at them for any reason. I wonder why. I'm trying to figure out, because let's let's look at the AHL map, shall we? Let's look at the map of the AHL. There we are. So, you have this big cluster here. Uh Uh-huh. You have the Calgary Wranglers and Abbotsford Canucks over yonder on the Pacific Coast. Manitoba's over here, too. Um. Really, are all the Canadian teams except for the? Uh, yeah, all the Canadian teams except for the. Uh, the good old freaking Oilers have their teams up in Canada, so mm. good for them. I can see where Chicago could be pissed off because they're playing like against Colorado. They're playing against Manitoba. That's a lot of travel without any subsidy. Yeah, um, but you don't have any teams in the middle of that country right there. You really don't. It's really like just... it's totally East Coast and West Coast bias, and then you got like four teams that create a diamond in the middle of the in the middle of the country. <laughs> like boom, 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 boom. Oh man, yeah, it's really midway. You can see you can see the, where the AHL absorbed. I mean, the West Coast Hockey League down this way. Um, you got the the AHL proper here. The, uh, like I almost wonder in this economy if it would be smarter to break this back up into two leagues, right? That's what I'm thinking. We separate again, and then like like minor league baseball at the end of the year, you have the international league take on the Pacific League, and away we go. You know, for the championship, and you win the Calder Cup. 
It's not that hard. Perfect. It's not that fucking hard. And then you got to feel like I feel like the West and Midwest always gets hosed though on travel. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, there's just not enough big cities from like west of the Mississippi, I feel, that has like massive sports teams. And then you're like, okay, well, the Metropolitan Division, everybody is within four hours of each other. Right. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> well, that's just it. Like, there's not, like, unless you're a big city, like a big, there's not even many big cities out in this area. I mean, yeah. Omaha had a team, didn't have great time. Um, you can say if Boise might get a team, but the, the ECHL is thriving there and they have a nice little natural, uh, natural deal with the Utah Grizz. Uh, and then, you know, Kansas, you got Topeka and all and Missouri and all that. They have ECHL teams in this little hovel right over here. So it's kind of hard for, uh, for, uh, stuff to go down that way. But it almost yeah. seems like, I mean, you just like right here, boom, just crack it down the middle. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Eh, yeah, one, two. God, so it's thirty-two. So we gotta get sixteen. Ah, eh, no, fuck it. Get the if you have the top eight, it doesn't matter. As long as you have more than eight, you're fine. And then this whole hovel here, just make Manitoba the cutoff, and then Manitoba and Texas go their separate go go to the west, and then all these <laughs> go teams their separate ways. yeah go their separate ways. So that so uh, one of the most northern teams and one of the most southern teams, uh, they can go, and then this whole east coast from Iowa over to uh, Providence, go ahead and have a fun time there. Like it almost feels like yeah. Oh, sorry, that was a perfect time to touch the mute button. Um, it feels like one of two things needs to occur with the AHL. Mm-hmm. Like either. They need to be like, okay, we need to break this back apart to help with travel and such. Or they need to bring the ECHL into the mix and just bring a shitload of teams in and have like 64 teams in this league. Um, That way you can have like regional, you can have like four regional things. It turns into like junior hockey, but in minor league hockey, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like those are the only two options. So see, because if you bring the ECHL in, at least you get some of that southern state, and like, look, it fills in the middle a little bit there too. Yeah, so you have your Idaho, your Utah, your Rapid Cities, your Wisconsin. Now you have forty-seven teams in the span of like six states, though, on the eastern coast. But neither here nor there. But that fills out. Ah, shit. I guess I zoom one. I zoom all. Yeah. Uh, move back down. There you but go. But yeah, so that would fill out the east, the southeast a little bit. Yeah. More. It would fill in some teams in the middle there a little bit. Yeah. You can have a west coast team, whatever that one is, uh, up up into the left, back into the left, right there. That goes into the West Pacific. Boise, group. baby, Idaho, your steelhead. You got a, you got a, a midwestern league right there, and then you have a south east northeast and you got four you got four divisions of teams in a 64 team uh, league 64 team league play two weeks i mean it, it would destroy affiliates but you know neither here nor there that's true the affiliation situation would be completely just over it'd but. be like all right are you playing on the echl capitals team or the ahl capitals team 
Well, that's just it. Like you get guys who just fold. Can you get uh, collusion? Collusion reports. They're pretty funny. But you just make sure they're not in the same league. Right. Well, how can you? You know, we'll find out. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Either you, either you got to do something to cut down costs. I feel. Yeah, something, and then you don't want to. You don't want to have an uprising. You know. No. <laughs> don't want a, a coup d'état, especially when it comes to Scott Housen. He's already dealt with enough. He drafted Neil Yakupov. Right. So I mean, his man's already in struggling. But I can see, I can see their worry. That's for sure. I mean, especially if the, the, the teams that are considered a West Coast team having to go out to fucking Abbotsford. And then go to these other places and be like, wait a minute, we're not making, even with the little stipends, it doesn't make sense for us. Yeah. Yeah, that is tough. Like, minor league sports are not really the place that you make money in, I feel. Oh, God, no. Minor leagues and juniors, you kind of just, you're, you're eating the bag on that. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a it's a necessary evil and. You know, most the I just wonder why it's happening now. Because you look at you look at the things that have happened in the past. Like why is why is this not brought up before? Like even when when the teams migrated out west to the California area, why weren't there that much that many people up in arms about that part? I'm very confused. I feel like people were making more money at that point. Mm. You know, like I feel like travel costs have skyrocketed so much in three years at this point that like, that's what's kind of killing some of these minor league sports teams that need to fly around the country or even take a bus, like an eight hour bus trip or, you know, something like that. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot of that stuff now that's starting to creep its way back in. Yeah, I believe that. And that's the one thing that baseball does really well is that they have like teams literally everywhere. Like, well, there are baseball teams all over the place. Oh yeah, until until uh, the major league took over, right, right. and then just sure. destroyed everybody. It's like nah, fuck all y'all. We're 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 getting rid of other teams, and now Frederick has a team that they they they're not sure what the name is going to be. You heard about that? No. So the prospects league is in Frederick, the Atlantic okay. the Atlantic League Professional Baseball. Sorry, uh, yeah, it's part of the uh, it's an independent league. But it's partnered with the MLB, so there's a team in Frederick. Um, but apparently, they don't have a mascot yet. What happened to the Suns or whatever they were? Did they just they're, like were they one of the teams? That they had were to one fold? of the teams that got cut. <laughs> so they are, uh, which is by the way, weird weird thing here. The Frederick team is in. Sorry, the Hagerstown Suns were what you're oh, thinking yeah. of, and they're coming back on board. The twenty. There were another team that got cut. The Frederick Keys got cut as well. Um, I think. Fuck. All right. Anyway, but anyway, the funny thing is, uh, the hey, uh, the Southern Maryland Blue Crabs are in the North Division when the Frederick, your names here, are uh, in the South Division. I'm like, well, that doesn't make a goddamn bit of sense. That happens. One team's in Waldorf worldwide. I mean, it's hard to get around <laughs> if you're on the wrong side of the bay. I guess. It's true. You know, 70. Uh, so, okay, so for the, the Orioles, the Norfolk Tide, AAA, Bowie Bay Sox, AA. High A is the Frederick Keys, so they're still around. Low A is the Delmarva Shorebirds, and then the Aberdeen Ironburns are the short season 
18. Okay. And then they just let little kids play tournaments there. Essentially, yeah. It's just like, Apparently. hey, it's called the Proving Grounds for a reason. Um, so the Frederick, uh, they'll show the Frederick ALBP team will be sharing the game, uh, the stadium with the keys. Such a fucking terrible name. And they're going to be wearing jerseys with question marks on them for the first half of the season. Oh, that's Jer- fantastic. Jerseys, jerseys and hats. With the, the Riddlers. With the, essentially, uh, let me see. Frederick Atlantic. That's what they should do. They need to create a league that is just all BP. <laughs> the fans would love it. Like all, home runs all, all over the bush. place. Like you can, you get so many pitches. It's like a, it's like a, a cross between cricket. Maybe, maybe you get so many like pitches per inning, and then you gotta, you gotta roll out. So here, here, roll out. So here's the jerseys to start with. Um, <laughs> wow. So well, at least you can order them. That's smart. Yeah, you can order them now. 80 bucks a pop. The hats are just a big question mark, uh, literally, with the Maryland flag on the back. Yeah, That's how can cool. you go wrong? At that point, it's a fucking flex fit hat. Just wear it backwards. Who gives a shit? <laughs> wear it backwards. You got the flag going. Um, I want to see... All BP. All BP. All the time. No, uh, the name, the names. Um, open tryouts. We can go to open tryouts. What is that? Do you think you have what it takes? No, but I can try. No. Let's download the flyer. Hundred buck registration fee. That's not too bad. <laughs> High school, college experience a plus. Is a plus, but not needed. Not necessary. Apparently. We'll still take your money either way. Right. We'll take you the hundred dollars, and you can say you did it. But, uh, you know, Niemo Field at Harry Grove Stadium. Yeah, that is a really cool stadium, though. I was there once. Never been there. So, yeah, so they're doing the name of the team. I got to find the fucking names because the fucking names are great. <laughs> um, uh, Frederick. God damn it. Learn how to type. Uh, A-L-P-B, name the team. One of the names I def... All right, here we go. Name the team competition. The finalists were revealed in February, so two months ago. Um, one of them's the Bone Shakers. Okay. Uh, Frederick's home to the National Clustered Spires High Wheel Race, which features replica from the 19th century with the high wheel... The big the big wheel bicycle. Okay. Um, they're known why as why would they? Why would that be bone shakers? Because they're known as bone shakers, as the lack of shocks and modern day design leads to rough and uncomfortable rides, so it shakes your bones. Okay, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Number two, the ghost hounds. Okay. Legend has it some nights an old blue or black dog can be seen roaming the grounds of the city, and on occasion has been heard to bark. The okay. rail, the rail frogs. <laughs> Are they just? Like I feel like this has become like they just took other teams' names and they're like, all right, so we're gonna mash some teams' names together. How about Ghost Hounds? Oh, dude, it gets better. So the ra- yeah, the Rail Frogs. I, I mean, it would have been really good if they were the Ghost like Junkyard Dogs or something. Dude, you know, like we still got two more after Rail Frogs, and the last one's a great one. Uh, rail Frog is a structure used to allow wheels on either rail to cross. 
to the other at an intersection and would represent Frederick as an important connection to this point of the region. Okay. Sawbones. <laughs> that's all one word. Uh, okay. Randy Macho Man Savage. Uh, uh, no, that's Bone Saw. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, during the Civil War, it's an important part of medicine in the country. Doctors frequently had to amputate limbs to save the injured party. They're earning the nickname Sawbones. So there you go. Uh, and then the finally, and, and my favorite one, and, and if this doesn't win, I'm going to claim uh, this is rigged, and, and I don't want to be part of this anymore. The Screaming Alpacas. <laughs> Frederick and the surrounding farming communities have been known to be home to llamas and more precisely alpacas. The local 4-H club has an alpaca program to teach children how to raise and care for these animals. When defending their territory or fighting one another, alpacas let off a high-pitched scream, which is ear-piercing and unique to these animals. I can't wait for that to be the home run horn. <laughs> Just the screaming alpaca. <laughs> oh, They're my like, God. And the, the base runners have never ran around the bases as quickly as they have after hitting a home run as they do in Frederick. They have, they have, to, they have to adapt to it because one guy passed out. And then didn't get around the bases, so the the run didn't count. <laughs> well, at least they're not the fading goats. That's true. So Although that would have been good. That'd be fantastic. The, the Frederick fading ghosts. <laughs> uh, this is no ghost pirates, and I don't know if they're gonna have electric uniforms. But again, if it's not screaming alpacas, I'm fucking rioting. That is. <laughs> you can't tell me that screaming that screaming alpaca jersey wouldn't be like number one in your charts. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, I kind of want a question mark hat. Yeah, you can get a question. You can get a Joker hat. Um, so some fun stats from the NHL that we got this week. Uh, Mark provided this one. What was it? Sidney Crosby only having having a hundred points. Sidney Crosby was the uh, first player to score. Uh, what was it like at eighteen and thirty five or something? Score something at something and something. It was. It was. Uh, was it back farther? It was on Saturday, uh, I think. Oh, so you, you sent over the Tage Thompson one. Yeah, so this was on Instagram that he sent that over. First player to record a 30-goal season at age 18 and 35. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then Tage Thompson being the tallest 40-goal scorer and possibly ta- tallest 50-goal and 100-point getter uh, in the world at six foot seven. <laughs> so... Some good stats. Good stats in context also. Always in yes, context. Yes, always stats. good in context. Okay. Uh, another wild stat is that Connor McDavis, the first player to hit 140 points since 1996, as he is just on an MVP-like season. That's amazing. Uh, it's kind of wild. Uh, and can you name the people that uh, the people that went ahead and got themselves uh, the 140-point season that year in 96? In 96? 96. Wow. Uh, Brett Hall. Um, Adam Oates? Nope. Uh, Wayne Gretzky? Nope. Yarmir Yager? Yeah, that's one of them. Yay! Yeah, my guy. Um, Mike Vitano? Nope. Um. Hmm. Think, think of who Steve Yager... Steve Eiserman? Nope, think of who Yager played with. Um... Mario Lemieux. There it is. 
Mario Lemieux, Yarmir Yager both eclipsed 140 points that year. I didn't know if Yager was. Uh, I mean, if Lemieux he was, was still playing in there. Or not. Yeah. Uh, still there. Um. So that's I mean, cool. still there, but he could have been off. That's true. He could have been. Off. He could have been Rick Nash. Um. All members of the 2018 World Junior uh, Championship team uh, from Canada will not be eligible to play in any other uh, foreign tournaments, according to Hockey Canada, until the investigation of what the hell happened uh, gets concluded. Wow. So they're barring guys like Kale McCarr. Um, that's really the only big one that really stood out to me. Kale McCarr was the one. I'm sure he probably wouldn't. He would have turned down uh, going to that anyway. It's like I've played a lot of games in in the last two yeah, seasons. Yeah, he needs to play in the world championships. It's like, listen, man, get fucked. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so there's that. Um, uh, oh, so the the PF the PHF championship went down. The Isabel Cup went down in Tempe, Arizona, uh, and the Toronto Six has won. So congratulations to them. Overtime victory uh, for that. So uh, shout out to them. Yeah, I was watching that Michigan-Penn State game right before. And when Michigan scored in the third to tie it, I turned the game off and I went, this is over. There you go. Uh, Damn it. (laughs) They beat the Minnesota Whitecaps 4-3 in OT. Um, Again, in in Tempe. Which was an odd choice for it, but there you go. That's a huge event in Tempe. It's a big event, um, big hockey event. So good for them. Congratulations to the Toronto Six. Um, still don't know if I like that name. Still don't think I like that name. I mean, it'll be engraved on the cup, no matter what. Yeah. Kind of want you know, unless Drake is there. Drake is there, then you know, I'm all for it. Um, yeah. Did have any? Oh, I didn't get any. I didn't see any kind of um, ratings for that because that was on the ESPN. The do I think it was on ESPN two. Yeah, the deuce. Yeah, didn't see any numbers on that. But I mean, there was a massive following for the NCAA women's basketball tournament on ESPN. Oh, sure. Apparently, oh god, yeah, no, Caitlin. All that. Caitlin Clark of Iowa is just tearing shit up. Yeah, like she is. She is. She is her, as the kids say. Um, so shout out to, shout out to Toronto Six. Frozen Four is set, kind of mentioned it earlier, Minnesota, Boston University, Michigan, and, um, Quinnipiac. 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 So you have the two yellow and blue teams facing off against each other, and then you have, uh, the Rodents and the Terriers. So two Rodents facing off against each other. It's a good time had by all. That'll take place in two weeks. In Tampa Bay. Beautiful Tampa Bay. A uh, lot of teams clinching the playoffs as well. We had uh, a couple more teams uh, get signed up. Toronto uh, is in. That's their seventh straight season. We will see if they can get out of the first round this time. Uh, they will take on the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have not officially clinched, but they oh. are currently... Um, what's that math there? They're currently 20... saving energy for the playoffs. They're currently like 13 points up on Florida with uh, only seven games or so to go. So I think a Florida loss or a Tampa win clinches it for Tampa. Yeah. They haven't played well recently, though. Florida or Tampa? No, Tampa. Neither of them really played that great. 
That's true. Uh, Florida on a huge, huge landslide. Freaking Fleetwood Mac's writing a song about him for that. Uh, so the Hurricanes, Devils, and Rangers have all clinched a spot. The Bruins have clinched the Atlantic. Toronto has clinched a spot as well. Like I said, Tampa Bay, I think a loss by Florida or a win by Tampa clinches a spot for them. Wild card looking wild as the Islanders in the first slot at 85 points and Pittsburgh in the second slot at 82 points. Florida 79, Buffalo and Ottawa 77. Caps just happy to be there. Yeah. I think I heard, that, heard the Caps number that um, they would have to have the Penguins go 4-4 four and four in their last eight games and the Caps would have to go 7-1 and one Jeez. and get help. Uh, in the West, no one's clinched. No one in the West is clinched yet. All right. So it's still a battle. Wild, wild, first in the Central. Avalanche second. Dallas third. Pacific. Vegas. Uh, L.A. Edmonton. How is Edmonton? Edmonton has a guy who has 140 fucking points, and they're third in their division. Get fucked. It happens. You don't deserve a team. Uh, Seattle number one in the wild card spot with Winnipeg there, and Calgary only two points behind Winnipeg. Nashville three points behind. And then there's everybody else, St. Louis, Vancouver, Arizona, Anaheim, San Jose, and Chicago. So there we go. That's how the playoff picture looks as of today. If the playoffs started today, we'd be gypped of about two weeks of hockey. So get in yeah. there. Hi, Cooper. Um, John Tortorella wins his 700th game uh, in the National Hockey League and uh, hit, puts him 12th all-time. 12th all-time on the list. How about that? How do you like me now? Um. Uh, one one uh, another wonderful story coming out out of Arizona. Oh, and by wonderful, I mean disgraceful. And by disgraceful, I mean it's the Coyotes. Um, not in and of themselves, but it's just part of their uh, their whole culture that's going on right now. Andrew Barraway, minority owner, uh, was arrested in Colorado uh, on uh, uh, arrest for domestic violence. Mm. as he is uh, on a felony strangulation account. <laughs> wow. So he had a verbal altercation with his wife, turned physical. He's prohibited having contact with his wife, except for when it involves their children and can't consume un- alcohol under a court order. Klaus for felony, uh, charge of second-degree assault related to strangulation and third-degree assault charges, according to the affidavit. He only owns 5% of the Coyotes, but, uh, yeah, not great. Not great, Bob, at all, but that's that's so Coyotes. That's so Coyotes. Um, Have you seen the menu of Oriole Park at Camden Yards this year? I haven't. I did see that there were some new things coming up. Oh, baby. Should we wait till, till Lyle pops on? I mean, Lyle does appreciate... Lyle enjoys the, a good uh, food. The Maryland food. All right, well, we'll talk about that when Lyle gets on. Are you amped for the playoffs, Johnny, or or because the Caps aren't in it? Do you just are you, are you don't are you not really hyped for it? Um, I don't know. I feel like I, I I appreciate the playoffs because there's like literally hockey on every night in the first round of the playoffs, and you know there are good games. And with the Caps not even being in it, you can just kind of watch it. You know, like you don't sure. have to be like, all right, my ritual tonight is to drink vodka and watch hockey you know like i can just watch hockey sit on the couch and at like nine o'clock i'm like you know what i'm tired i'm going to bed um so yeah so uh the season ending has crept up on me weirdly enough 
Uh, I didn't realize that I already lost the first round of the playoffs in fantasy hockey. Uh, so I got dropped down to the consolations. Um, but yeah, all in all, it's there. It, I, I, I feel like I enjoy more when Ovi scores goals currently than anything else, you know, like whatever. Honestly, the only reason to watch the, watch the caps at this point. So, yeah, when Ovi scores, that's a big win for everybody, everybody involved. Oh, my God. Okay. Johnny, you want more Coyotes news? Oh, no. I'm really hoping that, like, somebody has followed around the Coyotes for the past, like, 15 years, and there's going to be, like, a badass book that comes out or, like, a movie about this like because like I need something I need I need somebody to tie this all together in a nice bow and tell me how it ends. Oh my god, uh, it's gonna be ESPN thing like the Jordan the the Jordan documentary The Last Dance, but just not nearly as cool. Yeah, the city of Phoenix is taking legal action against the proposed entertainment district. The city of Tempe is planning to serve as new home for the Arizona Coyotes. Wait, how is that happening? Phoenix officials have been objecting to the large project due to its proximity to the flight path for Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport. According to Phoenix, the Air entertainment district would be located only about 9,800 feet from the airport's south runway. The two cities reached an agreement in 1994 where the municipality made concessions to help mitigate noise from the airport. And on Tuesday, Phoenix officials announced they were taking legal action in hopes that the judge would determine that Tempe violated its previous agreements with the city of Phoenix. Oh God! So a fucking airport could be the thing that really dicks down the uh, the coyotes. Well, I mean, finally, right? Like at least it's something. Think Gary can say it wasn't the ownership; it was the airports. Oh my God! Like honestly, ninety eight hundred feet does feel really close to a runway, though. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> that fucking the chop house isn't just a clever name. Could be your goddamn head if a propeller gets in, gets loose. I mean, that seems close. Very close, but I mean, yeah, and it does seem close. Well, that's that's what that's less than a that's that's more than a mile, isn't it? Like it's like two miles, really. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like a plane should be pretty low by that point already. You think so? Ninety-eight hundred feet is one point. Yeah, one point eight five miles. One point eight six yeah. when you round up. There you go. How far is the runway from B Dub, the south runway from B Dub to to the the batting cages? Oh, I mean that's that's got to be close. Like what, sixteen feet? No, I don't think. I mean, well, so isn't that park on the road that's like fifteen feet or? 35 feet from the like end of the runway yeah there that like that like park right there yeah and that can't be any more than half a mile from oh, fuck the no. golf range fuck no and that's that's so that's i would say that it's maybe half a mile away that's a lot of shit over there yeah I lived there for years I mean, that was a lot of shit that was always the fun part when you were hitting golf balls there is you were like all right i'm gonna hit a plane that's like the freakiest thing when you have any kind of cognition and you drive through there and a plane's landing. You're like, ah! As a child, you just I, get freaked out. 
It is, I do agree. Like every once in a while when you're coming down 97 and you uh, are Route 100 and you take the exit for 97 South mm-hmm. and you come around that corner and all of a sudden there's a plane like right on top of 97. You're like, whoa, where did <laughs> I come from? Start swerving out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Like the Calgary airport, like there's a golf course, literally almost the same kind of thing like at B-Dub, like right across the street. And then and it's like, nah, this is fine. Runway's maybe maybe a quarter mile from it. I don't know. I feel like this is uh I feel like this is a uh, like big F U to like they moved out of Phoenix and just to get what they want and we're still gonna try and screw them over. And that's what the city of Tempe said in rebuttal is that they they're they're mad at the possibility of their their sports teams would move from their downtown to outside of the city, and they would lose revenue. Good, so. yeah, take that. Yeah, eat, for not helping out. Eat that. But it's another, it's another nice little wrinkle, and I'm sad Mark couldn't be here to uh, enjoy it. Yeah, um, it's a wrinkle in time. Wrinkle in time. Ooh, this is a better, this is a better picture of that. Hold on. Does it give me a better picture? Come on, give me a better picture. Come on, Twelve News. Give me a better picture of what? Oh. Oh, oh, okay. Hold on. Okay. No, it's not giving me. It's just giving me lawsuits. Gary Bettman talking. Uh, just giving me lawsuits. Give me, just give me copies of the lawsuit. Uh, oh, it's fantastic. Anyway, yeah. So that's a nice little wrinkle for the Arizona Coyotes. You love, you love to see it. It's the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, my God, they're kind of like, all right, what else can go wrong at this point? Right. What more? What more can we put into this? Um, how much more money of this two point one billion dollars can we put into this before it gets fucked up? Uh, before Phoenix says, "Nah, dog." Oh man, there we go. That's weird. Very weird story still going on with the Coyotes. Just when you think they've turned a corner, Hook nah. brings them back. The U.S. National Team Development Program uh, last night defeated the uh, Muskegon Lumberjacks of the USHL 10-1. to Okay. Cole Esserman got his 55th, 56th, and 57th goal of the year. Not bad. It's a good year. Pretty good. Pretty good for a 17-year-old. Pretty, pretty good year. Pretty good year. Pretty good year for the U18 guys. I'm trying to find their schedule because beat, they beat a lot of D1 teams this year. So what do they do? They just play U.S. US they play in the USHL, or are they like a traveling road show and they don't have a like they're a team without a league? They're a team without a league. They play a partial USHL schedule, and um, then they play some college teams. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So let's see. All right, so here we go. So let's start from the beginning of the year, why don't we? So the first college team they played was Michigan State, one four to three. Took on Notre Dame. One five to three, took on Lake Superior State one five to two, took on Michigan Tech six to two win, St. Thomas five to two win. Their first loss of the year comes against D three Bethel University. Oh wow! Um, That's because Bethel University had like a twenty eight year old on the team. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly twenty eight year old senior. Um, oh, I love the disrespect that the U.S. team has. They have the the goal the. That Bethel University scored, but no information about who scored. <laughs> so fuck you, Bethel. Uh, then they took on RPI, one seven to four. 
beat Army seven to six. Um, they beat Niagara University or lost to Niagara University eight to five. Beat RIT four to one. Beat Boston University six five. Beat Yale four to three. Beat Utica University D three six to two. Uh, lost to Minnesota three to two. Lost to North Dakota four to three. Lost to University of Michigan seven six. Beat Mercyhurst six to one. Beat Wisconsin six to one. Lost to Adrian College, who was D three runner up this year, five to four. Beat Bowling Green six to five or six to three. Um, they took on teams. They beat Lindenwood twelve to four and six to one. Uh, and then that was it. And there we go. That's a hell. Of a, <laughs> you mean you beat Boston University? You lose to Minnesota by one. It's a pretty damn good, damn good uptake good, for some seventeen year olds. Team, yeah. good team right there. Uh, good team for some seventeen-year-olds. Let me tell you that much. It's a nice project that they got there. I like that. It's a nice traveling road show. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Team USA is in the Eastern Conference apparently, but I don't think they've played a lot of USHL games. <laughs> now, if they got if they got into, it'd be great if they got in by uh, win percentage. <laughs> they make the playoffs <laughs> via win percentage. Let me see here. What well, is... I mean, they might have made the NCAA tournament at this point. They should have <laughs> beat a lot of top schools. Uh, Their pairwise was insane. Okay, so the U.S. National Development Program is currently third place in the Eastern Conference. 33-17-1-2. All right, that's fine. So they are only two points behind Youngstown. Oh, interesting. So I guess I guess their college games count? So do they play? So they play an actual USHL schedule, but then they also play all these college teams. I'm trying to find that right now. Have they played like 87 <laughs> games this year? That would be amazing if they played 87 games. <laughs> um, they're like this guy has scored 60 goals in 102 games this season, right? <laughs> well, hell, that Esmacher kid's got 40. Uh, they got got some 50. Yeah, they. It looks like they have played an entire. An entire USHL schedule. Wow. Holy that's shit. That's a lot of games. That's a, that's a hell of a lot of games. Yeah. Anyway. Hi, Lyle. Welcome. Hey, Scotty. Hey, Johnny. Howdy. Um, Where's the mighty mark this evening? Great question. Oh, yeah. Um, No, uh, Hudson had a book fair, so they had to go do that. Ah. So. Yeah, there's a book Dad fair. Dad stuff. Dad stuff. Dad things. Uh-huh. How did the birthday go? Yeah. Oh, birthday. it went well. Thank you very much for asking. Yep. yep. Six six turn sixty was a good day. Wow. That was a good day. I gotta Didn't say. Need your AK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and feeling well, no no older than fifty four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't feel a day over fifty nine. I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, it's kind of it, it, the only thing about turning sixty is 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 you you do reach the reality that you have to confirm that finally confirm that you you have far more days behind you that you had left in front of you. You know, mm-hmm. that's the only thing. It's like hello, mortality calling. It's like uh, not yet. Get deal. Yeah, I got I, the genetics in my family. They live to their mid nineties. So unless I have a tragic accident or something, I figure I got another good 30, 35 years ahead of me. So well, I mean, you're only nine years away from the best birthday ever. So you got that going for you. There you go. Way ho. Nice. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing is, you got to start. You got to start your day off with a laugh. 
So every morning I log in first thing morning, blah, blah, blah. And the things I do, I always go and check my bank accounts, blah, blah, blah. And what do I see? Fucking... First line on my credits, on my online credit statement, <laughs> seniors discount $3.95. Nice. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking big wheeling deal and big money, big money oh. Lyle over there. Checking my bank accounts, making sure daddy got paid. Daddy got paid. <laughs> the, way, the only the only thing I can figure that the the only the closest purchase I'd made was the day before I I, I went to uh, to renew the uh, the sticker on our license plate. We have to do we have to renew our plate here every year. Fuck, I gotta do that. So too. that 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 was a hundred dollars. So you know. I, I had to do that by Friday. There you, there you go. <laughs> thanks See, for remi- thanks for reminding me. Reminder. There uh, you go, bud. Got you back. Hey, uh, Lyle, do you want to go through some food? Sure. The Baltimore Orioles have announced their delicacies for Oriole Park at Camden Yards this year. Uh, all right, lay it on me. All right, starting off, uh, starting off smooth. The signature crab pretzel boule. It, it is a, uh, it's a pretzel bread brule or bowl. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Signature yeah. crab dip and cheddar jack crust. Ooh, I am so there, girlfriend. And that's just one. This mm, is one. That's that sounds really good. A classic at the ball yard. It's uh Big Boog's pit beef there, hon. Boog pal. <laughs> Boog's barbecue out there by the warehouse there. Got medium rare shaved pit beef, Boog's mustard, Ooh. diced onions, horseradish cream, corn dusted Kaiser roll. Damn, man, that sounds really good. Same as it was <laughs> when they opened Boog Pal was the person that would stay at Camden Yards the longest. Right? And Boog's still there every night. He's just like, hey, guys, I'm still here. <laughs> Fucking Boog? All right, buddy. Same as it was since 92. Um, pizza. Pizza. Mm. Yeah, pizza. Yep, it's mm. pizza. Yeah. The Havana. The Havana. It is a uh, Cuban sandwich. Roasted pork mm. with hints of cumin. Toasted bread, juicy pickles, and taggy mustard. That's some, that sounds like something I'd try, definitely. How about the yard dog? It's a it's it's <laughs> three foot long hot dogs with crab dip and old bay potato sticks. Uh okay. I'll take the, the crab dip and the, the potato sticks, hold the three the You don't three want a three dogs. foot long glizzy? No thanks. Come on, man. No. Looks, no, I thought you on me. Sorry. No, thanks. It looks delightful. <laughs> I deep throat the shit out of that. What? Um, oh, it could be worse. Have, have you seen the monstrosity that the Toronto Blue Jays are introducing this year? Le Poutine hot dog? Oh, my God. Yeah. A.K.A. the worst thing you will ever eat in your life. Seems interesting. You may, as well, you may as well just say, yeah, we're scraping the bottom off the garbage cans and just throwing this on top of a boiled weenie. Here you go. Gross. Like college life. Uh, <laughs> college life 149 at the bars. Um, from Oh, uh, well, to be fair, yes. Like, we've all been there. We've all been there it. in Nashville. All been there Red at Roof least in. once, baby. Shout out. At least once. <laughs> uh, the Be More Chicken Box, Lyle. This is a delicacy in Baltimore. Get the chicken. Oh, is it now? Chicken Box, baby. It is, uh, it's fried chicken. Fried chicken with potato wedges, man. It's all you need. Slightly dry pizza. That's it. That's better than pizza. Yeah, uh, I like pizza, but I yeah, I'd rather have is a good fried chicken. That's the question. Eh, well, I guess the the per, they gave a taste test today to the press. Uh-huh. Someone said it was very dry. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's about well, right. That's a deal breaker. But no, that's, that's a, a deal breaker. That's about right for the chicken box and Balmer. Uh, 
okay. Well, I think I'll stick to the uh, to the uh, the crab brisk and uh, bisque and uh, just the crab that, dip. Uh, well, just wh- the barbecue sounds good too. Yeah. And and that sam that sandwich sounds really good. Yeah. How about the BTI crack and crab chips, Lyle? <laughs> uh, thicker than usual crab chips, salty seasoning, uh, and then uh, good times. Great. It's from Bill's Terrace Inn in Essex. So local right. flavor. Are there, so it's worthwhile, is what you're saying? Uh, yes, absolutely. Oh well, then absolutely. I'm all about the local flavors, baby. Uh, how about the o- O's pretzel with cinnamon sugar, hon? <laughs> it's a pretzel with the O's logo, but you got cinnamon sugar on there. <laughs> but it's it's a pretzel. But it's now you got a... cinnamon sugar. You can get the original. You put mustard on it. But you got you got the cinnamon there. You're gonna eat it. It's gonna be real good by seven. And Allie Rushman gonna hit homer for you, hon. If I've had a couple of beers, yeah, I'll go with that. Oh, yeah, you got to get some beers there, huh? Yeah, yeah, if you're going to have yeah, beer, you got to have gotta have pretzel and beer. got to have your pretzel, cinnamon sugar. Got it. If, 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 if when the day comes, if I can ever get down to visit, <laughs> to visit like a, like we planned before the pandemic. Sure. Uh, if we can go to a nose game, sure. definitely <laughs> beer and pretzel. Big stand yeah. part, too, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. And then finally, the Buffalo Bird Dog from the Brick and Whistle. Uh, it's a chicken tender with some hot sauce and ranch in a bun, um, and that's it. Mm. <laughs> Way to sell me. <laughs> yeah, they, they said it was. Uh, this person, the the reviewer, said it was their least favorite meal of the day. So I can understand that. But if we go if we go to Balmer, we gotta get you ball. We gotta get you a real Balmer chicken box there, hon. Go Rofo, go Rofo, go Rofo. Get chicken box on. <laughs> Johnny, you want to translate for him? I'm all I'm all about the local cuisine. So, uh, Lyle, uh, Scotty just said we're just going to go to Royal Farms, which is a gas station <laughs> convenience store. Probably has the they best chicken the, in the city. They have the best fried chicken in the entire place. So, <laughs> we'll get a box of fried chicken and uh, wedges. And you from, can you can fill up. There. You can fill up there. Well, yeah, you can and, fill and, up, and, and you can and, fill up. And y'all can still and y'all still get beer at your gas stations, right? No, not in Maryland. Oh, yeah, we're not allowed. Stupid. We have beers. We have beer stores. Yeah, Mark yeah. can bring beer from the gas station in Virginia, though. There we right, go. Right, exactly. Because there, you know, Confederacy. Yep. Mm, gas <laughs> <Yep>. beer. <laughs> Mark, Mark. I, I thought I always love it too when I'm like visiting Mark and I go into Seven Eleven, and I'm like, all right, energy drinks and Coors Light. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. I'm Where gonna take. Uh, you know what? God, I can get some. I can get some Pringles. I'll get a Pringles for the thing. Maybe a bag of cookies. Um. A Coke and fucking blue or Red Claw or Red Claw, fucking Red Bull and blue, whatever. <laughs> Red Claw. Oh, too that'd late. be great. You gave, you gave the game away. There you go. Red Red Claw, <laughs> fucking Red Bull, Red Bull and White Claw mixed together. Yeah. Fuck. Red wow. Claw. It's disgusting. It's the new Four Loco. Uh, <laughs> I just, I I just remember the, I just remember the first time when I when I was with the Navy and we went we went down and and we went to Cal we went to California uh-huh. and we were in San Diego and. <laughs> We go to a 7-Eleven, and at this time, we had never – beer in a convenience store, liquor in a convenience store, that was a foreign concept to us Canadians. So we knew we were in a – I mean, literally. We we knew we were in God's country right then and there. We walked in, and there's just this wall, and it's just full of booze. (laughs) It's just like, oh, my God, this is the best convenience store ever. (laughs) Yeah. We'd never seen anything. Now it's commonplace in half the provinces, so – yeah, but back then, like, no, it was like we'd never seen anything like that before. Yeah. When I went to California last year for work, they had an entire section of beer in Target. 
<laughs> and I was like, that is genius. Mm. Like, here, we'll sell you some beer. Go walk around and buy shit, and then you come back. <laughs> like, no. Wait, you could actually drink in the store? No, I don't think I you was going to say. What if that, I mean, that's it would a be store. real I'm, smart, though. I'd go to every day. It'd be real smart. Yeah, going to Target. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, honey, going to Target. What for? <laughs> this is like the third time today. I know uh, I need a needle nose pliers. <laughs> so I've got 12 of them. <laughs> here, here's the two things. One, Ontario is really fucked because you have a beer store and then you have a liquor store. It's combined mm. the two, you cowards. Two, yes. um, down here in Grand Forks, uh, they put a a pub in the inside the uh, supermarket um, downtown. Ooh. So you have a pub adjacent, you, literally, that leads out to like the frozen section. <laughs> and I'm like, just what you fucking need. Like you, you pound, you pound a, wow. a a bucket of of Miller Lite, and then you go just grocery shopping for shit you don't need. Mm. And then uh, I'm just like, yep. damn, the American dream, alive and well. Oh, when we when we lived in Alaska, there was a Seven Eleven just down just down the road from us, and that was for the for your Friday and Saturday night needs. They were, it was perfect. If you needed booze, smokes, and junk food for the night, perfect. Oh, and you need to fill up, yeah. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> and by the way, can I say, y'all, y- you Americans still outdo us Canadians when it comes to flavored chips, I think. Yes. Flavored our everything. Main claim, our main claim to fame is just is all dressed, which is fantastic, and ketchup, which is disgusting. Yeah. And, and then you know. also the flavors of uh, cereal that we have. Yes. I will all the, grant you that. All the, all the blank toast crunch. Yes. Yes. The thing, the thing to this day, I still, I still crave. Uh, the uh, the uh, chili con carne Fritos. Oh, I miss I those so they, much. Do they make them anymore? I think everyone misses them. So, oh God, no! Don't tell me that, yeah, Scotty. No, no, Please no. don't tell me that. Johnny, I'll have be you seen those anymore? Oh crap! I've seen them anymore. Uh, but Damn. you have your uh, for your toast crunch. You have your cinnamon toast crunch, your mm-hmm. chocolate toast crunch, mm-hmm. your dulce de leche toast crunch, <laughs> your chocolate churros toast crunch, and then your churros toast crunch. Wow. As well as your Cinegram Toast Crunch, <laughs> your Cinemoji Toast Crunch, your Cinnamon Toast Crunch Complete Campa- uh, Pancake Mix, <laughs> your Cinnamon Toast Crunch Cake Mix, your Cinnamon Toast Crunch Cinnadust Frosting, your Cinnamon Toast Crunch Cinnamon Spread, your French Toast Crunch, your Cinnamon Toast Crunch Oatmeal, your Cinnamon Toast Crunch Popcorn, <laughs> Your cinnamon toast crunch, crunch cinnamon milk. Your sugar cookie toast crunch. Your coffee mate cinnamon toast crunch uh, creamer. Oh wow! Your apple pie toast crunch. Your cinnafuego toast crunch. <laughs> your cinnamon toast crunch rolls. And Swiss Miss cinnamon toast crunch cinnamon milk, hot chocolate hot cinnamon mix. I got to tell you, 12-year-old me would be loving this right now. 60-year-old me is going, welcome to diabetes. I was going to say, diabetes! Welcome to diabetes. It's just a... Oh, God. Ugh. Oof. Oof. I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch to a point, and then it just gets... Well, away. then it's just... Yeah, then it's just, it's just it's overkill. Terrible. Yeah. All right, so Baltimore Chicken Box and Cinnamon Toast Crunch is what we'll have. Perfect. Okay, perfect. Uh, and we'll just... And we'll drink, like, Duclaw beer for breakfast. Of course. <laughs> The breakfast of champions. Uh, Lyle, we is right. We'll get the red claw ready to go. Uh, Lyle, we got a ton of pro signings from the uh, NCAA as the season. Oh yeah, up. 
Yeah. Um, well, a lot of them come. A lot of them right off the bat came from Harvard. Harvard. Yes. Which, Harvard. by the way, didn't realize this. I was uh, Brad Schlossen told me this earlier this year. Harvard had the most NHL draft picks on their team this year of any yes, NCAA they did. school. Yes, they did. Kind of fucking wild, man. Mm. Kind of fucking wild. <laughs> one of them uh, was from the Montreal, one of, uh, Montreal Canadians. Made his debut last night. Sean Farrell. Sean Farrell. 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 the box. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, good times, great memories for them. <clears throat> of course, the two of the two of the big guys that people are looking out for are playing against each other uh, in two weeks' time, and uh, uh, Matthew Nyes in mm-hmm. Minnesota. Of course, Maple Leafs fans chomping at the bit mm-hmm. for him. Um, and the for our intents and purposes, uh, Wilmer Skoog, Wilmer Skoog, <laughs> former Maryland Black Bear, uh, top former line Maryland center, Black Bear. top line center for the Boston University Terriers. So. Good time. Speaking of the Black Bears, quick sidelight. Johnny, excellent photography as always. Thanks. Love the shot that that shot of puck going uh, over over the goalie's shoulder. Yeah. Top sheet and out. The thing I love about it is the goalie's reaction. That just by the time he's turned to look to see where the shot is, it's already coming out of the net. He he doesn't see it when it's going over his shoulder, and he's just turned as it's coming back out like that. There was some. Speed on that. That that caused yeah. that caused the uh, generals to uh, generals coach to throw their iPad across the ice. Yeah. So uh, irony background of the story is that um, those three pictures that I took went to the officials um, mm-hmm. in case they needed them. Oh, nice. Need proof yeah. The there you so well I was done. like, cool. So I got out of refereeing mm-hmm. to help the referees. <laughs> to help referees. There you are. <laughs> So you're you're it. back to being a fourth official, baby. Yeah. After further review, the call in the ice stands. We have a good goal. <laughs> well, kinda... so that entire melee took what, like five or six minutes. Yeah, I was I was literally watching. Wow. Uh, yeah, I was watching the. Uh, I was pissed because I'm like, fuck, you guys better do that. The games were lining up just perfectly, and that just stalled the Black Bears game. I'm like motherfuckers. Oh. <laughs> I had to go down for press conferences after this. Fuck you. <laughs> um, luckily it, it it worked out perfectly, but oh good. Um, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Tyler, no, you're doing some fine work there, my friend. Keep it up. Yeah. Ty- Tyler Clevin signed with the Senators. Uh, Max Sasson signed mm-hmm. with the uh, Vancouver Canucks. Like you Coronado said, with Coronado the with flames. the Flames. Like you said, Sean Farrell from uh, Farrell mm-hmm. in the Box uh, with the Canadians. Carl uh, Carter Mazur with Detroit. A lot of sophomores go- uh, coming out early too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Doan signed with Arizona. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of lot of underclassmen going there mm-hmm. too. Oh yeah, and you know it. It, it, it was funny. Uh, um, the uh, mayor's uh, buddy from does uh, Mayor's Manor, who's the uh, of course is the uh, L.A. Kings blog, and um, yeah, he was he he sent me the the link of uh, where the uh, the Kings signed La 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 Alex Laferriere. Alex Laferriere, and uh, so I sh- I shared it, and he came back, and he said, and he said, uh, he said, do, I, he said, do Canadians hockey fans pay attention to uh, college, you know, signings with American teams? And I just responded with two words: they should. Yeah. You know, so he got a chuckle out of that because it's <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, Canadians are paying attention big time. I I told you, like, for years I have been singing the praises of American college hockey and your high school hockey system on this show and to anybody else who would listen, you know, and more and more 
we're hearing like it become it's more and more up here in Canada is becoming big news when when these kids when they're when their season is done where they immediately go and sign with Canadian teams or any you know of the teams but it's especially the Canadian teams first mm-hmm. but then you know oh god oh this one went and signed with uh with Minnesota this one went and signed with the Kings and and on and on so yeah your uh, your college program is uh you know garnering more and more attention as more and more fantastic players come out of it both american born players and canadian born kids who are you know playing hockey in the you know the college system as well yeah the college system really uh pulling up with the junior system too in terms of just well being between, able to between that and the unit and the, the u.s uh, national team development program mm-hmm. as well i mean more and more you see more and more kids like, that's the thing i noticed once i started doing uh mock drafts or bleach report three years ago is started seeing a lot more kids coming out of that being drafted coming directly out of that program so it's it's getting a lot more attention yeah we were actually just talking about that right before you got on yep mm-hmm. uh so good time hi mark oh yeah Excellent times. Hey. So, hey, Josh Mark. Doan. Hey, Lyle. Josh Doan going to Arizona. Is that like a legacy situation? Did got, they? He got drafted. Does there. he get? Do they he have to pay for him? He was. He was. Sec- he was a second round. He just has to move his gear across the hallway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You could say yeah, a little, little bit maybe, but I'd say that the kids earned it. I would say though, more than that, he's at least earned that. I mean, he has. He's still got to make the team. You know, sure. he hasn't just because he signed doesn't mean that he's automatic shoe in to make it. You know, he's got to go. He's got to go to Tucson first. Prove his worth there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, is the thing. He's he's got you know he's got a you know well a, a... he's got a goal and an assist in six games in Tucson. So he's got that as a as a kid who it's was just, a captain in sophomore just, year. Yeah, it's a start. Yeah. Yeah. 30, uh, he had a total, let me do the math here, in the NCAA, 74 games played, 75 points mm-hmm. uh, over his two seasons. So, Yeah. I tell you, the kid that I'm looking, that I'm going to be watching for next year coming out of the college ranks, because I think he will be coming out of the college ranks next year, is going to be in the, uh, Lane Hudson. Yeah. Going to Montreal. I That signing, I can see happening next year. If he has, if he builds... On what he did this year, mm-hmm. college. I mean, for God's sake, he's one of the he's one of the finalists for the for the Hobie Baker. Yeah. So or not not finalists. He's one of the nominees, I believe. Don't they go like they they pick they like top... ten and then they name three, and that's yeah. The finalists. It's that the top ten. The Hobie hat trick is announced uh, soon. Yes. I think. Yeah. yeah. So he's a finalist. Or not? Oh, there I go again. He's, he's, he's not. He's a nominee. He's of the ten nominees. He's not a finalist yet. But I mean, still to be considered among like those are your ten best college players this year and i mean he he had a just a hell of a season you know and and especially for defensemen setting you know uh, uh rookie records for defensemen so you know i would not be surprised if he does second year and then uh, goes on and joins montreal next year and his his season's still going as he uh makes yep. the frozen four yep um the one thing the one big thing now in in college hockey is the transfer portal and the transfer portal is a huge thing because now it's like free agency, but for college. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange. So yeah, and all it, that nil money, right? <laughs> here's the here's the fucked part about it. So next year, all the, North Dakota is going to have an entirely new defense. Oh, wow. every one of their defenders have either signed with an NHL team, graduated out, or went to the portal. <laughs> they have the last kid who was on the defense just went to the portal today. 
So, but you've got to think that you know the law of physics says that as one leaves, another will go into the portal and come back out, or else the, that's not how portals work. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah. at the same then time, it becomes a wormhole. You're starting from scratch, <laughs> yes. um, which is going to be hilarious for people who had to be talked off the ledge this year because UND didn't make the tournament. Mm. So it's going to be a fun time. Kind of sort of. They kind of sort of feel like they have to make that turn. It's almost like to buy divine right. Wow, the entitlement here in North Dakota is amazing. Oh, I can I can bet. Because it's the only thing we fucking have up here. Yeah. That in North Dakota State football, but no one gives a shit in, in Grand Forks, no one gives a shit about what's happening in Fargo and vice versa. So uh I mean Fargo far better, uh better mall, better ingredients, <laughs> better pizza, better bitches. You know, this kind of stuff. Yeah. Bigger potatoes. Bigger potatoes. Those Bigger by the way, okay. Fuck all this. Fuck them for a minute. Because I go in after Saturday's game, and that's my fault. I'm going in at like 9 o'clock. They close at 10 or something. Uh, I get in 9 and 30. I'm like, hey, kitchen's still open? He's like, yeah, for a little bit longer. I'm like, cool. Give me this fucking potato. They come back out. We've run out of potatoes. Oh, How the fuck do you... We, out of potatoes? We live in a goddamn farm. What is this, Ireland in the 17th century? What the fuck are we doing here, guys? Wow. Um, Does that mean that you had to lead all the snakes out of the country? I guess so, man. Isn't that how it worked? I think that's how it works in order to to bring the potatoes back. Fuck, dude. So they're like, yeah, we ran out of ribs earlier tonight. I'm like, how (laughs) is this fucking weekend? How do you not know you're going to have a rush of people wanting some goddamn ribs and potatoes? (laughs) Fuck, man. Come on. Anyway, I got a free beer and then left. So it wasn't all that bad, I guess. But still, I want a giant potato. With pulled pork and sour cream and cheese and all the fixings. Goddamn! When the man wants a giant potato, give him a giant fucking potato. God. Yeah. What What are the fixings? When you When you order something so, with the fixings. All right. So what it is? You got a potato, right? You got you. Yes. You're with me now. That, you're with that's me kind so of far. the key ingredient. Do you so understand far. a potato? With me so far. Perfect. Could they have just given you the fixings? <laughs> yeah. Could you just give me the butter, <laughs> the sour cream, the onion straws, the pulled pork? Just, just put the it cheese. in a mound. I'll just, just put, put my. You know what? I'm, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on uh, keto. I just don't want. I want everything on the potato, but not the potato. <laughs> Too much carbs. But yeah. But yeah, no. It's a. It's a. It's a potato with the butter and the sour cream and the cheese and the onion straws and the pulled pork and the bacon, the barbecue sauce. Good times. Wow, that's bacon a and barbecue sauce. Are there chives? Um, yeah, but you kind of they're kind of hidden. It's well, like a special. It's like, ooh. <laughs> it's like you open it up. It's like ooh, chives. Um, so yeah, you but get I, a surprise chive. Surprise, surprise chive. chive. Ah, <laughs> sneak in. Jiving with chive. Ah, uh, so yeah, I'm disappointed. So I have to go back down there once the might go down there in two weeks because the black bears are off and I don't have to. Go earlier in the day. That oh yeah, no. Go, get your potato. Go at lunch and that. Go when I'm done for the day, because yes. when you eat that, you're you're booking at home for that seventy. Oh, that's seventy five yeah, miles. Nap time after that. Yep. Yeah, seventy five miles, and you're trying to find a bed and a bathroom. <laughs> um, bed, bathroom, and beyond. My new store. Bed, <laughs> that's gonna be great. Jesus. <laughs> it's gonna be great. We're gonna hold a, a lot of things hostage. I don't know what that means. <laughs> You make a, a bed, bath, a bed, a bedroom, bathroom, and beyond, so that you don't copyright infringe, and it's actually just toilets <laughs> and beds. It's yeah, exactly. It's a bidet in your bed. Bed, bath, and bidet. There you go. <laughs> um, Lyle, when is a trade request not a trade request? 
Depends. Who's making the trade request? Uh, allegedly, Evgeny Kuznetsov, but he's like, what are you talking about? I didn't yeah. do this. And, well, th that that begs the question. Now, now, bear with me here. Okay. Evgeny Kuznetsov. Uh-huh. He's from you. Russia, ain't he? Oh, yes. He, 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 mm. he, 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 I mean, it's a pretty Calvary, big place. You're going to have to be more specific. That's, that's true. It's a big, it is a that, fair point, Mark. It is a big place. He's from Russia, Stan. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Fair. Uh, so let me guess. This this rumor came from Russia, Stan, right? I literally don't know where this all came from. Yeah. Actually, well, apparently, according to uh, the, <laughs> the first place I saw it was on uh, Russian Machine Never Breaks on Saturday, I believe. Mm. Uh, that uh, supposedly a report out of Russia claimed that he supposedly requested a trade through his agent, which I find kind of odd because the trade deadline was three fucking weeks ago. So and that's rather know. an odd time to be asking for a trade. <laughs> oh, that's that's what I heard is that yeah, it's, uh, Friedman said that it's been it's been for the past couple years, it's been heading towards a divorce apparently, according to un unkempt elite. Well, apparent, well, apparently, and apparently, um, well, uh, on the uh, the, old, the old the old athletic there, the athletic uh, Tariq Al Bashir uh, was saying that uh, the powers that be. Um, on the on the Capitals are rather disappointed with with Mr. Kuznetsov performance this year, mm. um, and he has a, a very legitimate point. Defensively, he's awful this year. I mean, he, he's a, a team leading minus nineteen. I know. Hey, get I that know. green jacket, baby. Minus is not an accurate metric of measuring. Kiss my ass, whatever. Bottom line is, you just need to watch him. You can see that he's not not exactly the best backchecker on the team. Uh, but the old stats have taken another tumble again this season. Uh, he had 78 points last season. He's got, I believe, 53 now, 73 Ooh. games, something like that, heading into tomorrow night's game. Tomorrow night's game? Friday night's game. Friday night's game. Yeah. I don't know. What, uh, but, yeah, so apparently they're, they're kind of disappointed. Game, kind of disappointed. Are they playing tonight? Yeah. Tonight? Yeah, they're playing Who tonight. Who am I thinking of that's playing Friday? Fuck if I know. I so. Get a schedule. Mm. I'm 60. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> I'm riding that horse all the way. If I, if I forget something or fuck up, I'm 60. Leave me alone. I'm old. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, they, uh, so there's that. I don't doubt that perhaps there is definitely some unhappiness with his performance. Um, but, you know, good luck trying to trade him uh, in the off seasons. You know, yep. I mean, 7.8 mil a season for two more seasons. That ain't a contract that's easy to move. Mm -mm. And he's, I believe he is, what, 30, 31 now? Yeah. 31? So, yeah. I mean, that that doesn't mean that he's over the hill by any stretch. But, uh, you know, to see that. I'll put it, let's just say it this way. If he if he had reached another 70, if he'd reached 70 points again this season, it would be, it might be easier to move him this summer. Mm -hmm. But people are just going to look at the declining, the decline production this year. And then, of course, there's his previous history and all that happy stuff. Not saying that that's, that he's having a, a relapse of any sort or anything like that. I'm not implying that at all. It could just be, this has just been a year. I mean, the, the capitals have been banged up. So, you know, they, bottom line is they were hoping that Kuzi was going to step up and he hasn't. So they're a bit unhappy with that. But okay. honestly, I mean, unless the capitals are willing to eat half of his salary, I don't see him going anywhere this summer. Well, and I mean, he had since, a chance with Backstrom not playing for three quarters of the season. So, yeah. Yeah. Christ. But I mean, yeah. I'm I'm so I got a bet on the I got a prop bet on the Caps game tonight. Oh. I got Ovi over three and a half shots. He mm -hmm. currently after one has none. 
Uh, I got Ovi anytime goal, and I got TJ Oshie anytime points. So, after one, not looking great for me. After one, not looking. It's all zeros. It's all zeros. By the way, Anthony Mantha is a guy who fucking needs to be shipped off too. Oh um, my god, that I wanted. Is he your new mojo? I'm not even. No, he's not the new mojo. But I mean, he's he. There's no way he's. He'll be a healthy scratch for, as far as I'm concerned. I don't oh. care how much they're paying him. Oh, but that turn that turnover in the Pittsburgh game was brutal. Fucking awful. Oh, Mr. Mantha. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But speaking of, I, I heard somebody say Mojo. Mojo. Mm-hmm. Mojo is doing very well in his new home in Minnesota uh, right now. He could be. He's on the same line as us. the uh, sophomore sensation who's sweeping the nation, Matt Boldy, oh. and they're playing very, very well together. Oh, picking them this up. This is how they get you. This is how he gets you. <laughs> Every time he goes somewhere new, he comes out of the gate hot. And everybody's like, love this guy. I love this guy. And then he shits the bed. Well, but by the time it's too, he's already had it. He's already built enough equity with the fan base that they're like, no, no, no. He's good. Just just wait. Plus, he could shit the bed if he had a bidet in it. It's true. Bidet I just I just wanted to because I know, Mark, I know you were concerned about how how Mojo was doing since he yeah. left the Cavs. I, I, you know. So just one eleven points in thirteen games, man. Minnesota in Minnesota, back in back in Minnesota, Minnesota. That's his second go around. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eleven points in thirteen games, man. Gotta love it. He's just doing an early retirement tour. Mojo uh, rising, baby. Greatest hits. Mojo rising. Wait till he comes back to the Caps. It's gonna be a wonderful time. All right, so that's a. Peter Lafayette's contract talks are stalling. Thank fuck. Um, <laughs> he is getting uh, he's getting ripped pretty hard from former players, mainly Dmitry Orlov, saying, "Why the fuck's he sitting this kid? He should be playing him." The fuck's mm. going on there in Washington? Uh, is uh, Peter Lafayette the first coach that's going to be announced not coming back for next year? Um, <clears throat> he, he could be. He could be. I'm I'm not fully ready yet to 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 say. Uh, that yeah he he's going to end up walking the plank but uh, uh, right now it almost seems like uh, that that the GMBM is I think he's just going to kind of weigh his options here I think first um, you know maybe see who else is out there and if there's somebody that could be a better fit uh, but yeah the fact that uh, the talks have uh, stalled um, that that does not bode well uh, for him to get an extension we'll we'll just put it that way but I'm not fully closing the door on that just yet. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, well, because this season, honest to God, it be. I mean, yeah, it's easy to rake Laviolette over the goals, but we will. you know, this this roster was banged up a lot, and you know that 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 you you want to know why? I mean, that's a big reason. That it's nothing to do with Laviolette. The main reason why this roster has is is you're probably not going to make the playoffs this year is because they you know they're older and they're banged up. They lost guys, for, you know. They lost Carlson for half the season. You know, Backstrom missed the first, what, the first two months of the season. Yep. Oshie's been in and out of the lineup. You Ryan know, Brown. It, you know, that's pretty I much mean, the biggest Brown free agent. Before the yeah, season even the biggest started. pickup of the of the offseason, I'd say, is yeah. was gone before the season even started. Before the season blew out his knee before, you know, the season even started. So they had a lot of guys who, who were who were sidelined, a lot of core guys. And I mean, hell, I mean, even, you know, even even Ovi had to take like he took what? 
10 days off over the death of his father. And, you know, that was right smack in the middle of when they were, you know, back in February when they were battling for a playoff to hang on to a playoff spot. And after he left, like they just sank. And he's been battling a little lower body injury tweaks here and there, too. Yeah, he has. So, you know, um, yeah. So next year is going to be better when they're a year older. Yes. Yes. So much better. Turn it around, baby. Yes. Next year's our aging year, man. Like fine wine. If if you're aging wine to turn into vinegar, it's our, it's our year next year, John. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Yeah. Uh, they should. They they need to bring in like a whole bunch of twenty year olds. Oh, they're working on party. it. They're working on it. Yeah, they're trying. Got to get they're that draft equity to. up again. Um, who else is on the hot seat coaching wise, Lyle? Anybody in particular that stands out to Ooh. you? Well, uh, I would kind of wonder about uh, our um, Doctor Who lookalike there in Anaheim, uh, whose name just eluded me for the moment because I was so proud of myself who? calling him a Doctor Who lookalike. Oh, <laughs> Dallas Eakin. There we go. There we go. Needed a minute. Uh, yeah, the, I'd, I'd be a little concerned about him right now. He he seems so much more suited, better suited for as a as a you know a minor pro coach. Like, you know, when he, when he was coaching in, you know, in the AHL, like he does a great job developing the younger players, but he gets into the NHL. It just doesn't seem to translate over. Well, it just doesn't. Now I realize the ducks are a rebuilding team, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, you're not really seeing a, a heck of a lot of improvement there. Um, so, you know, I, I would wait and see on him. Uh you know, if I'm looking uh, at if we're looking at teams that are going to are you looking solely at teams that aren't going to make the playoffs or are uh, you looking anybody at, in particular, Lyle, whoever you want to say in particular? Yeah. OK, I'm going to say this. Yeah. You know, keep an eye on the Toronto Maple Leafs going to uh, during the play during the playoffs, mm. because if they make another first round exit, Kyle Dubas as general manager is gone. And so is Sheldon Keefe. They're gone. They are gone. Because they will have had, they will have had five years to try and 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 you know, do the thing and and get this right. So another another early exit, they're out for sure. Uh, so is it really conference finals or bust for this? I mean, obviously yeah. Stanley Cup finals are bust, but if you know, win one round, cute. But they, they have to get out of the division, don't they? Yeah, yeah. If they don't at least get to the conference finals, I I think it's I think they're done. Those guys are done. Um, but just looking around a lot of, a lot of these teams right now, I, I, I kind of wonder about, uh, DJ Brown in Ottawa as well. Era, era. Cause there's going to be, uh, very good. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Appreciate because there's, <laughs> well, because there's, there's, there's new ownership coming in, as we all know, they'll be coming in very, 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 very soon. And you have to wonder now, are they going to want to stick with uh, the crew that's already there? And that includes general manager as well, Pierre Dorian. Are they going to want to stick with these guys, give them another year, see how they're going to do? Or are they going to be keen to bring their own people in? And, I mean, the Senators were supposed to make their big leap forward last season, and they didn't. Now, okay, they're still in, they're still playing meaningful hockey now. I mean, you know, good on them, but... They were supposed to be, uh, you know, among the teams that were, were cl- had clinched a spot or were about to clinch a spot this year. That was the expectations. Now, again, injuries, of course, especially to their goaltending. But there, there's been, there's, you know, DJ Brown's been getting some heat, 
you know, uh, from from some of the Ottawa faithful. And his name has come up a couple of times. People wondering, you know, are they going to bring him back next year? So that'd be a guy I, I would watch there. Um, just trying to think of some of the other uh, the teams that uh, that that are out. But a lot of those clubs are, are kind of like like teams like Montreal and, and Chicago. They've got like first or second year coaches and they're very happy with them because they're already rebuilding. So I don't see any major changes going on there. I, I kind of have a feeling if there's going to be any any big coaching changes, it, it more of them might, might come from clubs that. You know, if they make an early exit in the playoffs, like I mentioned Toronto before, there could possibly be some others, um, like perhaps maybe Mike Sullivan in Pittsburgh. You know, if they get ba- if they get bounced in the first round, you know, I mean, he's catching a lot. Of, of course, everybody's catching hell in Pittsburgh right yeah. now, you know. So, you know, if, if it's if it's not Mike Sullivan, then Ron Hextall, does he get fired? I mean, you know, boy, how a lot of people so. think he should have got fired after the deadline. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. That mm, mm. their yeah. goaltending situation needs to be addressed. They've had a lot of issues there, though. Goaltending's been yeah. a been a real real problem. Tristan Jerry just way too inconsistent, and he and, and he gets hurt a lot as well. He's an unrestricted free agent, so they're going to be parting ways with him. Yeah. Um, I would say I can't really say that that I would see Rick Bonus getting fired. He only just got in there right this this past year. I think he stays. Speaking of Rick Bonus. Here's a bonus. That leads me to the Winnipeg Jets, which leads me to Pierre-Luc Dubois. Oh, PLD, your future uh, Montreal Canadian. Yeah, the PLD, who supposedly, it's it's supposedly a 95% certainty. Lock it up. That's an awful big lock. It's a big lock. It's a shoe-in of the week. But I got to talk about this briefly today because, you know, just very, because Johnny got in on this too today on Twitter okay. as well. And you made it, you made a very good, good point, but I'll get to that yeah, very Johnny, quickly here. I did. But anyway, <laughs> it all started, the rumors started up again uh, this week because, of course, you had uh, Sportsnet's Elliot Friedman saying, we know where he wants to go because he was talking about the the Jets in general, how they've like basically collapsed. They're collapsing again. Mm-hmm. They're in danger of falling out of the playoffs. That they may have to shake up their core. One of the guys he talked about, of course, was Dubois because Dubois is going to be a restricted free agent this summer, who is also a year away from unrestricted free agent eligibility. So the thought mm-hmm. is he he won't sign a long term deal. He'll just take the qualifying offer, go up to to UFA status next summer, and then run off and sign with Montreal. That's sort of, you know, the theory here anyway. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Friedman was saying it's a 95% certainty, and he believes that uh, the Jets and the Canadians have talked off and on about uh, about maybe trying to do a deal so that the Jets could get something for him now and the Canadians could get him sooner. But, you know, Montreal right now, as I said, they're, this is the first full year of their rebuild. They're not in a big hurry to try and accelerate it right now because they got a lot of promising young talent they want to develop along. But, you know, you bring a guy in like Pierre-Luc Dubois. He's 24 now. I believe he'd be 25 uh, just later this year, I believe this summer. So he he was would, older than that. He, yeah. he does, doesn't he? Yeah, he's another one of those who came in the league at 18. So he's been in the league like almost seven, six, seven years now. But... Um, the thing is, he's he'd be the right age to join the Canadians. He would could still he would give the he would certainly help accelerate their rebuild, obviously, by giving them even more depth at center because you'd have Nick Suzuki on the first line and then Pierre Luc Dubois on the second line. Boom, you're set for you know at least the next eight years, you know. Um, and he's the right age. I mean, 25, he could fit in well with that rebuild. He would still be in his prime. The theory would be if it takes another three years for Montreal to be a contender again. 
then of course he's 28 he'll fit in perfectly then he's still in his prime blah 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 blah, blah. anyway so this started this whole thing that kind of been float kicking around on on Twitter. People, you know, arguing about well, should they trade for him or should if Montreal wants him? If he if he if he Dubois really wants to go to Montreal and that's the only place he wants to go, should Montreal trade for him now or should they wait until next year and sign him as an unrestricted free agent? Now, I'm of the opinion don't waste assets. Okay, on a guy you could get at a year's time who's still going to be in your prime in his prime if he's going to fit into your your, your long term plans, right? You're only paying out money then, right? You're not paying out money plus. Oh, we've had to give up a first and a you know a top prospect and you know I heard like somebody mentioned Josh Anderson, you know, mm-hmm. kind of make the dollars will fit and all that good stuff. Um, but Johnny made an interesting point today. I was having a I was chatting with uh, with uh, a fellow Habs fan. And Johnny made the point about, well, why not an offer sheet? And Johnny, this is where you can jump in if you wish. Um, I uh, I don't remember doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out. I was looking, I'm looking at your website right now. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> what did Johnny say? Yeah. What did I say? It, well, you I mean, just, it, it feels you like it was poignant, you... but it might not have been me. Oh, okay. Maybe it was somebody else. Okay, I thought it was you. But anyway. Um, but it's a very good point anyway about uh, about an offer sheet. Well, why not make sign them to an offer sheet now, right? Um, and, of course, now we all know that being an offer sheet is kind of a verboten thing, blah, blah, blah. Most teams don't want to do that. Most general managers don't want to do it. But, you know, the reason why I don't think they should do the offer sheet is, is, is this, because I think it would blow up Montreal's face, and here's how, okay? If you're going to try and sign, you know, Pierre-Luc Dubois this summer to an offer sheet, it can't be something that the Jets will match. You can't do what the what they did four years ago with Sebastian Ajo, because that would just be dumb. Okay, you know, don't sign him to something that the team's going to match. Because let let's say you you signed you 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 offer Dubois eight years, eight point five mil a season. Sounds like good money. Sends him blah 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 for Montreal. But I'll bet you dollars to donuts the Jets match that. And now the Jets say, okay, we've signed him. Now, how bad do you want him? You can't have him until next year because we because by the rules, if we match an offer sheet, we have to hang on to him for a full season before we can then trade him. So now then, how badly do you want him? I'm thinking you're going to give us uh, your first round pick. I'm thinking you're going to give us one of your top prospects. And yeah, we'd like Josh Anderson or one of your other like really good roster players. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, we're going to offer sheet one of your guys now too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. On top of the way, it's tit for tat time. Yeah. So one of your kids be forewarned, right? One of your kids. Yeah. We're coming for them too. So, you know, it really could blow up in their face. Whereas if you're Montreal, you're not under any pressure here. You you hold all the cards. You really do. It's just like, you know, if if the Jets are, are desperate to move him, they want to try and get something for him. If they know, man, we know he's he's going to you guys next year for sure. You know, we want to get something. Okay, maybe you give him a second round pick. Plus, maybe you give him, you know, one of your, not one of your top prospects, but sort of like a middle tier prospect. Maybe you give him... Maybe you give him Christian Dvorak as well in the deal because, you know, now you've got him, you know, you've got, uh, you know, Suzuki, Dubois, plus Kirby Doc as well. Plus you've got another young center, Nolan Beck in your pipeline who's coming up. You've got some other young talent there. So 
yeah, if you can get him for, you know, without having to, to give away a first or give away one of your best prospects or one of your good young roster players, sure, do that way. But otherwise, no. If if the Jets are insistent on we want, you know, full value for him, well, see you next summer. <laughs> see you next summer, Pierre. Don't have you have season, to buddy. um don't you have to send back compensation picks as well, even well, if the if offer you... shoot goes through? Yeah. Yeah, if it goes through, if if you're Montreal, if you sign him for let's say, and I'm saying if if you're gonna sign him, it can't be eight mil, it can't be nine mil, it's got to be ten. If if to make sure Winnipeg doesn't match, it, at the very least maybe nine seven five like a Johnny yeah. Boudreau deal. That sounds like and, a terrible idea I came up with this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> But yeah, but Montreal would then have to give up. Well, it, when it reaches that level, now you're talking, you know, two or three first rounders here, right? For that, so that just makes it even at, worse. At that point, why didn't you just trade for him? Yeah, if right? you're going to do that, <laughs> exactly. If you're going to do that, trade for him. You, you know, if your whole point is, well, you know, no, no, that's what I said. It's so much better if you just sit back and just wait for the Jets to get desperate. Yeah, you know, I feel like. I feel Look like the happened. offer sheet should be something that gets taken out of the collective bargaining agreement to allow for like something else that's usable. Well, you would think because it is pretty useless. Yeah. You know, I mean, the agents insist on it staying in there because they think it gives their their clients an opportunity to get a better deal. The problem is, is as we've seen, there's only been what two or three really successful offer sheet signings where a player got signed away. Dustin yeah. Penner, for sure. The last one was was Kakanyemi two years ago, and that was done out of spite. Right. You know. Now Kakanyemi is is improving and playing better for for them. You know, for the for the Hurricanes. But still, that move was done out of spite because Bergevin took the advice of Sebastian Aho's agent and thought that he could get Seb- Aho for four years at eight point two mil a season. You know, because oh no, the Hurricanes are you know they don't have the money for it. Well, as it turned out, they did, and the agent gave him bad advice. So, you know, the agent's laughing all the way to the bank because he got his client eight point two five mil a season, of which he gets his he wets his mm-hmm. beak at ten to twelve percent. So you know, and Bergevin looked like a fool. So you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I I think the offer sheet is it it it's not a threat. It's 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 a waste. Yeah. And everybody and, and most GMs don't want to do it because, as you said, then it becomes a revenge tactic. What you offer sheeted my guy? Oh, son of a bitch! You just wait, and you know we didn't have to wait long. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if, with with Dubois, I I would say yeah, uh, you 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 know don't don't yeah. If if the Canadians are going to go for that, and and we don't know right now if there's any certainty that Dubois, yeah, maybe he really 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 wants to go to Montreal, but we don't know if Ken Hughes and and Jeff Gordon want this guy. Right. So this could be a whole lot of BS. I mean, I I can't even think of a a legitimate positive reason to to use an offer sheet. All of it is. It seems to be undermining mm. some other teams. Essentially, yeah. Plan to build their franchise as opposed to you, mm. you know, carefully yeah. selecting players to build your own franchise. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like I'm going to steal your bike because yeah. I don't want to save money for my own bike. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to race. Yeah. Sometimes you got to mm. race, man. He's right. You got that. Bike. But it is a useless. It is a useless. Yeah. A useless tactic. Useless it, it never works. Well, it works 
only rarely, and it just leaves a lot of ill will. Yeah, but it oh, does. Man. It does give you a good seven days of talk around <laughs> it, well, what's going yes, on. Yes, yes. The cock and yemi thing, like that, was seven days in August, where things were kind of were kind of a dull stretch. So it was just like, ooh, that gave me a little spike in the old traffic that week. Yeah, thank you very much. But yeah, otherwise, oh yeah, it's a use. And and I mean, we knew he was going to end up. They were going to let him go because they couldn't afford to keep him. So yeah, gotta love it. Good times, mm-hmm. great memories. Bring uh, on the playoffs for fuck's sake! I know, right? <laughs> hey, uh, John Taves is uh, probably going to get out of there. He is. Uh, he is probably going to say, "Stu Gotts, I'm leaving." Yeah, he wants to get in. Yeah, he's 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 playing, trying to get he practicing with the team, trying to get uh, back into game shape here. Yeah, uh, I think he just wants to get in a couple more games here to kind of to kind of wrap it up. Um, I mean, battling with long COVID symptoms was bad enough, but when you got this chronic immune syndrome. Uh, which is what knocked him out of the, an entire season, uh, mm-hmm. the season before last. Uh, yeah, it's it, and I mean, and let's face it too, he he played a hell of a lot of hockey too, between uh, 2008 and and 2016, a hell of a lot of hockey. So yeah, it it wouldn't surprise me if he shuts it down at the end of the season, retires as a as a Blackhawk. Made his cash, got things going, good for him. Three Stanley Cups. I mean, somebody asked a que- they asked a question on Twitter today. Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? I'm like, why the fuck is that even a question? What are, yeah, what are we doing here, <laughs> I, guys? It, it, oh, oh yes. Is this guy who was voted one of the 100 greatest players in NHL history? Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Hmm, I don't know. I wonder. Let me let me muse on that. I don't know about that one, boys. It's a hard yeah, sell. You know. A hard sell. A winner for me. at every every at every level that he played in, you know, three Stanley Cups, yeah, two gold medals in the Olympics, World Championships, World Juniors, Memorial Cup. Oh yeah, he's a piece of shit. He should wait. He should wait five years before he gets elected. Get the hell out of here. Make yeah, it was all his teammates though. Like, you can't really attribute well, yes, all exactly. of those of all of those it, it team, team accolades to one we person. That. It, yeah. it is a team game, and we do forget that, Mark. Of course, you're. How many heart trophies did he win, Lyle? Huh? <laughs> Fair point. Fair point, Lyle. Lyle comment. Touché. He won the Conn Smythe Trophy and the Selkie Trophy, and and he won the most coveted of all, the Mark Messier Leadership. There it is. There it there, is. There it is. There, there the it beautiful, is. Winner, winner. The beautiful, the most beautiful back. trophy ever. <laughs> As you should, sir. As you should. It's beautiful trophy ever, man. Uh, all right. Anything else we might have missed, Lyle? The only trophy you can oh. slice cheese with. That is true. Ooh. Mm, I, I, I beg to differ. I'm pretty sure that you can slice cheese with the Major League Baseball trophy. Yeah. Mm. I'm thinking Dude, hockey. That'd be good for like dicing eggs, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Good. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I think we're good. Uh, I think we're right, good, cool. uh, Scotty. Uh, so last week, uh, Lyle won. Oh, balls. Mark was in second. Yeah, let's go. I was in third. <laughs> Johnny basically all but wrapped up the last pick for uh, NCAA. Or, Tank for 200. Or... <laughs> The first... Now there's actual tanking, kids. Or <laughs> That's actual tanking. Or did he pick the first pick? Hmm... Mm-mm. Hmm. No, I get the last. I get. I don't. I don't pick a team. You're not here to pick, so you get That's zero. True. I'm not going <laughs> to listen to the show either. So you're going to tell exactly. me if I win or not. I mean, let's be dead honest. Johnny picked Boston College, but they weren't in it. So <laughs> real mind games. <laughs> All right. Uh, this week we'll end out our regular season with the ECHL. 
The Echo. The Echo. Uh, started back in 88. It's got 28 teams. got two in Canada. It's a great time. Great time. Johnny P gets the first pick. The Echo, huh? The Echo. And Lyle, um. Lyle to keep in mind, uh, your last two picks in the Echo were uh, mm-hmm. Greenville. Oh, wait, sorry. Okay. That was Sean Leahy. Sorry. Allen, the Allen Americans. Right. And the Rapid City Rush. So gotcha. keep that in mind. Johnny. All right. Let's go here. Let's go. Um, mm. <coughs> nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What's this team here? This team. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, the guy. He uh, Their coach it looks like his name is one of those things where you like draw it out, but it's like Luco. <laughs> Suave. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Icemen. Nice. Mm. I hope they folded. Ice, ice, baby. Uh, that means it's to me. To, I, to me. Um, fuck it. On the idea of earlier in the show, we talking about the. Uh, <laughs> The uh, Frederick teams, team names for the uh, the the independent baseball team that's going to be playing there, in uh, honor of the possible Frederick screaming alpacas, I am <laughs> going to pick the Savannah Ghost Riders. Nice Ghost Riders. Mark, <laughs> I was almost certain you were going to go with this team, and that's the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. Ah, there you go. Hmm. I gotta get me a hat. Got a Greenville Swamp Rabbit. I got a Swamp Rabbit's hat. It's nice. It's or the nice. or the um, the uh, Ghost Pirates. The problem with the Ghost Pirates and Johnny and I have done the uh, done this on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Not a lot of good choices for the Ghost Pirates. For oh, rats. oh, yeah. They don't have a they don't have a bright neon, neon hat. Yeah, mm. which is a big miss opportunity. It's disappointing because they got a really cool logo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They have a neon green jersey, but yeah. not the neon green hat to go with it. No. That's too nasty. Yeah, yeah, that's the deal breaker. Oh, well. So cheers, Lyle. <laughs> All right. And, uh, of course, keep, keep, keeping with my wrestling keep, theme. Keep, keep, keep. Keep, 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 keep. It's going to be the Wichita Thursday Night Thunder. No, that's a good one. Wichita. 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 <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get to some ha ha ha. Fuck you. Ha ha ha. Fuck you. <laughs> let's go to uh oh. Let's go to this day. This day seems nice. Man, you're li- you're lounging on the beach, Lyle. Okay. Late November or early November, okay. lounging okay. in. Right, you see the Pacific Coast. See it off in the distance. Okay, so wow, on the West Coast. Great. Okay. The West Coast. Mm-hmm. You love it, right? Mm-hmm. You love to see it's it. It's early November. Okay. Yeah. How old am I? <sighs> Fuck, how old were you in 2008? We can't do math. <laughs> 15 years ago, so what, you're 45? 15 years ago, yeah. Yeah, you're so, 45. 45, okay. 45. Yes, I would still be lounging on a beach. Yeah, yeah. lounging on a beach. And you hear In the distance, you hear a Honda Center. You're like, what the fuck? How'd this get here? And you realize you're in the Honda Center parking lot, and you're just like, oh, I'm going to watch the Panthers and the Ducks play. Fuck. Okay, <laughs> so it's November 9th, two thousand eight. Florida Panthers, Anaheim Ducks. Uh, get your freak on with this one, kids. Woo, woo. We got ourselves a uh, eighteen skater, 
two goalies, 18 skaters apiece, two goalies, and away we go. Start with uh, Johnny. Oh, um, Ilya Bruzgala. Sorry, no Ilya. Mark. Not a bad guess, though. I think he's still, still with the Ducks then. Ryan Getzlaff is on the board. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ryan Getzlaff. To Lyle. Um, I'm going to try with the Panthers, oh, and I'm going to try with Ole Jokinen. Ole Jokinen. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Right. No Ole Jokinen. God that was damn a lock. It. I want to say he was in Calgary at that point. The late, was he? Late, late aughts, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, no, you're probably right. Well, he's not. He's not on the team. He's not so on the. He's not on the team. No, get that Shit. awful okay. handlebar mustache. Just looked weird yeah. on him. It looked great. Yeah. But it looked weird. <laughs> uh, where was he? 2008. Uh, no, he was at the Phoenix Coyotes. I apologize. Oh, just left the Florida Panthers. Fuck. Jo- oh, okay. So okay. That's why you thought about him. Uh, gotcha. Back down to Johnny. Um, Jay Bowmeister. Jay Bowmeister's on the board. Nice. Real one. slim shady yes. in there. Twenty eight minutes he played this game. Holy crap. <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah. Log and ice time. Uh to Mark. I'm gonna go with uh Rob Rob Niedermeyer. On the board, Rob Niedermeyer. To Lyle. It was a swerve. It was a I was swerve. trying for a swerve. It was a swerve. It's a good swerve. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for the easy layup here then. Uh, Scott Niedermeyer. Dead! But you're right. Yes, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Niedermeyer on the board. 25 minutes. Yes, time. I, I just got thrown when you said, you said that Jokinen wasn't there. So I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, no. Everything that means I know some is of wrong. these other guys I'm thinking of are going to be there. What guys. is reality? Uh, everything uh, I know is wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, to Johnny. Oh. Um. Dustin Penner. Well, I think he was at the Flames sorry. or the Oilers. Sorry. Yeah, I think that was the first year he got uh, he got offer sheeted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm. To Mark. The irony. I know, right? right I'm gonna go <laughs> with uh, Rob Berto Luongo. Rob Berto Luongo. Sorry. Canucks. Yep, Canucks. Dang. To Lyle. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. I was going um... with all Rob's team. J.S. Jaeger, Ilabu. He was in net for the Anaheim Ducks. Ooh. Lost. Gave up three goals. Ooh. Uh, so that goes to Johnny then. Um, <clears throat> Paul Correa. Paul Correa. Sorry. Nashville, I think, for Paul Correa. Nashville or St. Louis? I can't remember. St. Louis. St. Louis at that time. All St. Right. Louis by that point. All yeah. Right. I obviously don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark. Timu Solani. Timu Solani's on the board, yes, sir. Oh, nice. Up to Lyle. Has Corey Perry been mentioned yet? No, he is not. Corey Perry. Corey Perry popping cherries is on the board, you betcha. Mm. <laughs> Shawnee P. Uh, Jason Arnott. Jason Arnott on the board, sorry. <laughs> uh, to Mark. Uh, Valerie Burray. Valerie Burray, way late for that, but we'll give you the Candace Cameron <laughs> Burray points of the night. He was a Panther. Yeah. We'll give you the full house points of the night. Uh, you <laughs> to Lyle. Uh, um, um, 
Francois Beauchemin. Francois Beauchemin on the board. Yes. Wow. Getting deep, getting hard in the paint. Johnny P, what do you got for us, man? Oh, probably nothing. <clears throat> um, Ed Jovanowski. Jobo Cobb also in uh, Vancouver, I think, at that point as well. Mm. Sorry. To Mark. I'm going to be missing the sweet spot on all these guys, I think, but I'm going to go with Jonathan Huberdeau. Uh, yep. You're missing a little, I'm a little early. A little, a little early. early on everybody. A little early on that one. Ooh. Sorry, your timing's you just adjust. a bit off. Yeah. Adjust your sights. There's no shift anymore, man. You don't have you. You're fine. <laughs> uh, Lyle, what do you got? Okay. Yeah. I'm. Uh, name just jumped into my head here after what Mark said. Uh, Nathan Horton. Nathan Horton. Here's a who on the board. Yes. Wow. Thank you, Mark. Good job, Mark. You got it. The dude. assist. <laughs> yes. Nice full house you reference. You got it, dude. To Johnny. <laughs> Big tag. <laughs> Keep the full house theme. Yeah. Um, uh, who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? Um, hmm. uh, Victor Kozlov? Ooh, sorry. No Mr. Kozlov. I think you just missed him in Florida. Yeah. Just missed him. <laughs> Everybody either wasn't there yet or just left. Just left, yeah. Uh, oh, to Mark. Who, it who was like 8.30 at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> just missed half the hour, but nobody else, nobody's, nobody's there yet, yet for yeah. the evening. You just missed them. What do you got, Mark? Oh, it's my turn. Joe Newendike. No, sorry. Yeah. I honestly think he just left there, too. <laughs> I'm not even shitting you. Hold on. Uh, let me spell. Uh, that's close enough. Google Google knows who I'm talking about. Um, do you mean this guy? Nope, sure don't. Um, where did Joey Jojo? Where was Joey Jojo Shabadoo there? Joey um, Jojo Shabadoo. Oh, he was retired for a couple years. <coughs> yeah, so he he, he oh, just yeah. he just left I two did, years earlier. Did yeah, not miss him. Did, at yeah. all. He uh, passed out at three. He yeah, exactly. He's just class. like nah, dog. He got the he got the early bird special and he was gone. Lyle, what he got? Um, sorry, I'm cheating. No, he's <laughs> got an email here. Um, <laughs> sorry, you guys, you caught me. I just made a pithy line, and now the same name I was going to say is completely gone. Uh, oh, um, Bobby Ryan. Bobby Ryan. Sorry. <sighs> sorry. I will say this: a couple too of, early, too, too early, too early, just okay. a bit too early. I will say there are a couple of caps legends out on the board for both teams. So, oh, there you go, leaving that out Jeez. there, Johnny P. Come on, you two. Wow. Um. <clears throat> now, are you mean that sarcastically, Scotty, or are they legitimate caps legends? Fucking, that's for you to find out. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Rico Fada. Sorry, no Rico Fada. <laughs> So I was actually going to say this guy before you drop the Caps legend okay. bit, but Yarmir Yager. Sorry, no Yammy. Uh, uh, wasn't he in uh, Russia by that point? No, he'd come he back. To another Russia at that point? I think he'd come he back, didn't he? To play over in... Uh... Actually, he played for know. almost every single Southeast team, so I just yeah. figured... Yeah, he got around, didn't he? Yeah. Get around. Like Tupac. Um, where Metro was he? team, I guess. Metro Boomin. Uh, let's see. Where are Jesus Christ? Is Wikipedia is that long? Yeah, he was in Florida in 2014. Yeah, he was in Omsk 
this season. Oh, yes. His first year. We, first year in the K. That was, yeah. Remember, we had a whole, like, we did, like, pretty much a two-year Steve from Omsk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, to Lyle. Uh, Chris Pronger. Chris Pronger is on the board, getting people pregnant. Mm. Nice. Yeah. God, that Ducks team. That Ducks stacked. team was, that was like about a year or two after they won the Cup. So, yeah, yep. they, they still had a pretty decent roster at that yeah. point. Johnny? Oh, um, what year is this? Oh eight, oh nine. I just can't think of any Panthers, man. Oh eight, oh nine. That deadline. The people I'm thinking were on the Caps. Mm. Um, I don't remember who went the other way, so it's not going to help. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, who do we got here? Uh, how about Tim Thomas? Sorry, no Tim Thomas. I will say the Caps uh, one uh, two are of the Screaming Eagle era. One is of the modern er- modern jersey era. Mark. Wow. Okay. That. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Woltek Wolski. No, sorry, the Polish hammer is not there. That was a great chop, though. That's Woltek a great Wolski chop. chop. Big du- double dubs for you, um, yeah. Lyle. Um. Try. Okay. I'm. Yeah. Is Chris Kunitz there with the Ducks? Is Chris Kunitz there? He is. You betcha. All right, right there. The tree. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, F it. Last call. Last call. Johnny P. All right. Um, Robert Long. Sorry, no Robert Long. He was long gone by that point. Ah. <laughs> ah. All right, Mark. What do you got? All right, I'll go with Brian Sotherby. On the board. <laughs> Saw the beef for no last way. call, you betcha. Good work. <laughs> that was good stuff right there. Good work, sir. I uh, was thinking, I, I was actually trying to figure out whether it was going to be Halpern, but I'm pretty sure he was still there. <laughs> and then the guy that went to Vancouver uh, in the. Well, Fleischman what, was in the, the Matt gas. Cook trade. Yeah. Oh. Fleischman was on the caps, and that's why I couldn't figure out the opposite direction oh, of that. That's fair. <laughs> um, all right, Pettinger. Lyle, last, last yeah, call. That Pettinger oh. was who I was trying to think of. Oh, uh, okay. Lyle, last call. But I, I got nobody saw say Matt Pettinger. Matt Pettinger, sorry. No, no Matty Petty <laughs> in this one. All right. Uh, for the Florida Panthers, Keith Ballard. He goes, <laughs> oops, upside your head. Yeah, he was a great pitcher for the Orioles, too. Yeah. Uh, Wade Belak. R.I.P. Um, the guy who scored all three goals for the Panthers, David Booth. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, <coughs> Bo Meester was said. Gregory Campbell. Uh, Jason Cullimore. Radek Dvorak. Michael Frolik. Horton was mentioned. Brian McCabe. Brett McLean. Uh, Rusty Olesh. Vili Petnin. Carl Strashtich. Anthony Stewart. Stephen Weiss. Noah Welch. Richard Zednick. Uh, oh, there you go. And in Nets, still playing today, Craig Anderson. Oh, wow. my God. Uh, Anderson made 44 saves in this game. <coughs> Damn. This wasn't even his rookie year. No. <laughs> no. He was he was long in the waiver wire for, for a couple years previous. For the Ducks, Boschman was mentioned. Ryan Carter. Uh, Getzlaff was mentioned, mentioned. Brett Hedekin on the board. Kent Huskins. Kunitz was mentioned. Todd Marchant. Travis Moen, Steve Monador, R.I.P. Uh, another Caps legend, Brendan Morrison. 
the Niedermeyers were mentioned. Uh, Sammy Paulson, George Peros, uh, Perry Pronger, Solani Sotherby, and Jaguar all mentioned. Jesus, I thought I thought, I thought Sotherby was on the Panthers. Forgot. <laughs> I did too. I'll be honest. <laughs> so there we go, gentlemen. All right. How did Brian Sotherby get on that team? Fuck it, I know. Holy smokes! I, I, I Brian be... Burke was the general manager. He was looking for truculence. Oh, that's, oh true. that's also like when you have when you use all of your money up on the salary league like real early, and then you're like, shit, I need to f- <laughs> fill out the rest of the roster. Yeah. Who can I get for 850k? <laughs> Stars Ryan and scrubs, Sutterby. baby. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, he just he just missed a cup winning team in, in Anaheim. It's mm. a shame. Oh, that's a shame. shame. It's a shame. Yeah. All right, Lyle. Right. Well, in, enjoy enjoy the rest of your week. Happy yes, birthday, Ness, again. Happy birthday. Thank yes. you very much. Thank and, you very much. Uh, we will enjoy have... your discounts. <laughs> oh, oh, I will. <laughs> I will. And uh, that every restaurant I go to now is going to be, excuse me, you do a seniors discount? Oh, can I see the seniors menu? <laughs> Sir, we already had it ready. It's I better stay and... away from the seniors menu. Up here, a lot of it has liver and onions on it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Sir, a fun fact, Lyle. Yeah. I don't think you need to show them your birth, your your driver's license or anything. You probably could have been asking for that for a while. I'm gonna I'm, <laughs> as soon as look, I'm going. I'm bald already. Scotty and I can probably start asking for it in like ten years. I got an AARP <laughs> card, baby. Know. I got an AARP card ready to go. There you go. Ready to <laughs> yeah, to Stan rock knows a guy. No, I, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows a guy who knows. A he guy. he also said, you know, when you're 18, you get an AARP card, right? I'm like, oh well, fuck. Okay, we'll do that then. <laughs> Yeah, because that's when it's going downhill. Yeah, exactly. That's when that's when I knew I peaked. So <laughs> there you go. All right, Lyle. We'll talk to you. Well, me and Mark will talk to you next week. Okay. Um, Enjoy your uh, your trip there, uh, Johnny. Best of luck, and and I hope he try. comes back. Best of luck yeah. is the great yes. best way to put it. Best of luck. <laughs> uh, thoughts and prayers. Uh, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, good night, guys. Bye, Lyle. There he goes, Lyle Richardson, SpectresHockey.net, at Spectres Hockey. Uh, Shout-outs, Johnny P. Uh, I'll give a shout-out to the group. You know, it's the fourth of the year we've gotten through. We've made it through another whole half year. How the hell did we do that already? We're starting, another, we're starting a, a, the second half of the season. Well, we're getting the uh, second quarter. We're getting second quarter is right before. we got two-minute warning coming up in, in June. So we got that going for us. Yeah, so that was fun. Uh, I'll give a shout out for picking a bracket drunk and winning it. Apparently, um, so that was fantastic. <laughs> apparently, I picked Princeton to win and one of the like thirteen four Jesus matchups, and so I got like twenty five or thirty five points in like the first round or nice. something like that. And I was like, "Whoa, check that out!" Uh, pure luck, absolute pure luck. Hey, that's all this is in the tournament time, baby. Um, give a shout out to uh, no number one seeds making it to the final four. That was a great job. Um, and the Annapolis Blues FC schedule came out. Hey, so we have some plans for the summer. Oh uh, boy, some soccer games to go to. Some footy. Where are they playing at? at? At the where Naval Academy. Naval Academy. Okay. Can you get in through In there the, without uh, having big to arena? Go? Okay. Or the big stadium. I was gonna say, do you have to go in, like, go through a little search and seizure check, or no? That's good. All right, wonderful, Mark. Uh, conversely, I filled my bracket out. I think last week on the show, yeah. 
No, could have had two weeks ago, I guess, on the show. I did it like right before the game started. Okay. Um, the night before, and uh, yeah, this is pr- I'm, I am like, there are two literal children that came in last place. One of them is Ryan Kirby's child. The other one is <laughs> one of my friends from college. Child. Are they already like, making poor decisions? I'm like 79th <laughs> out of 87, so I'm like right there. With the, with the children, nice. As far as how well I did this year, so it's by far my worst finish, I believe. And are you blaming it on your children? No, absolutely. <laughs> Not that I ever watch college basketball, but most of the time I spend at least a little bit of time being like, "Yeah, that one feels good," or "That one, I I know that they're not great." Yeah. This time I was I was just clicking. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Mark's like, "Oh shit, I gotta get this in." Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. De- it definitely had some procrastination. You know, the the assignments due at midnight, and it's eleven thirty vibes for me. But uh, but yeah. So there's that. And then my beer tonight, fantastic. It's from a the local brewery Solace, who I've I've mentioned before. Nice. The Danger Zone. It is a collab with. And you're going to love this. Ocelot Brewing Company. <laughs> and you're not, if you're Archer fans, you'll get it. I guess if you haven't watched Archer, you won't get it. But Danger Zone. Well, I figured it was a collab because I was going to ask how much do they have to pay for the licensing of Archer. Um, well, so that's a funny thing, actually. Okay. I don't believe. So a ton of breweries, at least around here, do <laughs> all sorts of trademarked things like there's there's one brewery it's called black black flag that does all sorts of final fantasy themed beers and they don't have the i'm sure they don't have the rights from square enix to do that um adroit theory did some gi joe beers a few years back pretty sure i i showed those cans on the show when i was drinking Mm -hmm. those a while back like i don't think any of these beer companies get approval from anybody to do this they just do it yeah, I, I don't know who's gonna shut. I mean, are they really gonna shut down a brewery? Probably not. Uh-huh. And they probably are, are rolling the dice here. Hey, rolling the dice there. So uh, I don't know. Fun, but there it is. Wonderful. Don't shut down Sol Sol's Brewing. They're really good. Okay. They FX, won't. leave them alone. All right, stop it. Stop it, FX. Fuck. Wait till you get the all always sunny pale ale. Fuck, we get it. I will actually need to know. <laughs> how they get away with that so if there are any lawyers out there that could send us a we know a, a lawyer a message yeah he's not i mean is he a copyright if my lawyer? can got in an accident he'd be able to help us <laughs> <laughs> well it could be it could accidentally be felt found out by the feds <laughs> just kidding berman if you're listening he's not listening <laughs> he's not listening. he's not listening it's fine all right uh, shout out to regionals. That was a fun trip down to Fargo. A diss to Space Aliens, um, the restaurant chain, not the actual beings. Well, I mean, they're definitely listening to this. So. Yeah, yeah. That's why I had to say it's the restaurant, not not you guys. You guys are yeah. good, but uh, the you restaurant, mean you guys. the restaurant, huh? <laughs> you blop blorp bleep. Um, <laughs> the uh, the uh, yeah. The screw you, screw you for not having enough potatoes. It's the fucking it's it's goddamn Midwest. There should be potatoes just anywhere. Just go out and pick one, stupid. It's like apples. It should be like a v- vending machine of potatoes. Exactly. It's like fucking apples out here, man. Shake the shake the goddamn potato tree. I don't know how potatoes grow. Um. Uh. 
shout out to uh, shout out to grab bags of cards. Shout out to those weird photo cards. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. Thought I had more. Don't. That's it. That's all. Uh, for Johnny P. Mark with the C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else has been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction and podcast. Monsters. Um, catch us out on the internet, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at FOHS Radio, and Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. For more, and uh, until next week, when it'll be Sans Johnny, it'll just be me for talking for a bit. Um, so gear up for that. Until then, peace.